What's happening, weirdos? This is Andrew Santino, hilarious, hilarious young man out of Chicago, and boy, did we have a lot of fun. These these in-person episodes are everything that I hoped they would be, and uh, we were just sitting right over there, and we recorded this uh, two days ago, yesterday, maybe? It was so fun, and you're going to hear the fun, and I hope you enjoy the fun. If you would like to support the fun, uh, meaning support the show, it always means so much that people reach out and ask how to support this free podcast. I always tell them, try one of the Pete's Picks. We have a great selection of Pete's Picks on this episode. We have Ned & Co., which is an amazing proprietor. I'm going to say proprietor of high, high, high quality CBD. You guys know I love CBD. I just got into Ned & Co., and they are a wellness brand rooted in the simple belief that we can all feel better and live better through simple means and a deeper connection to the natural world. They find the best farms of the best quality hemp to make the best quality CBD. It's grown in Colorado. It's on uh, not next to 150 acres of GMO corn. They find farmers that are all about hemp and growing the perfect plant to make the perfect plant ally, which for me is what CBD is, an incredible plant ally. They don't even flavor it. It's just got a little bit of MCT oil in there with the CBD. It's super clean. It's super pure. I take it at night often uh, to help me relax at the end of the day. I take it during the day. This is 100% real. I know that sort of contradicts itself. I also take it in the morning when I'm about to work meaning it helps kind of lubricate and ease me into whatever I'm trying to do. If it's wind down, it helps me wind down. If I'm trying to focus and, and merge with the project, it helps me focus and merge with the project. I call it my happy juice. It kind of puts a, a smile behind my face. I find it to be mood elevating. I find it to be stress reducing. CBD is an incredible plant ally and a great way, a great product to try to see if you like it to show your support of the show. All you have to do is go to helloned.com slash weird or enter weird at checkout for 15% off your first one-time purchase and 20% off your first subscription order. That's go to helloned.com slash weird or enter weird at checkout. 15% off your first one-time purchase, 20% off your first subscription order and show your support of this show. We also have a wonderful newer Pete's Pick, which is Made In. These are the best pots, pans, knives. They even have uh, glassware. Sorry, I had to reach for the word glassware. Incredible kitchen essentials made beautifully, made consistently, made wonderfully to help you cook uh, and just have a beautiful kitchen in general. I got their nonstick fry pan. As I say in these ads, I now am flipping four egg omelets. For I'll make one for Lee and for Val at the same time. It's like you'd think you'd need like a, a like a what am I saying? A snow shovel. There it is to flip it. I'm getting under there because it's so clean, so nonstick, no nasty chemicals, no unwanted business, and I'm flipping these omelets. I'm feeling fantastic about my flip game now because it's the best nonstick pan that I've ever owned got a great weight to it. The heat distribution is incredibly even and it's incredibly fast. These things get uh, hot so, so fast. You see why these guys are supplying over uh, some of the best chefs 
at Michelin star restaurants in the world, and they have over 28,000 and growing five-star reviews of their products. They are made to last. They offer a lifetime guarantee. Maiden offers a lifetime guarantee. Their cookware distributes, as I said, evenly and can go easily from the stovetop to the oven. Their knives are fully forged, perfectly balanced, and stay sharp. They source the finest materials and partnered with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you. I love this. Without the markup, they produce professional quality cookware and knives for those of us who love to cook. So if you're serious about cooking, you should invest in your kitchen tools. Maidens, cookware, and kitchenware products are used by thousands of the world's best chefs. And as I said, Michelin star restaurants. I love these pans. If you guys are cooking more, like so many of us are, if you're trying to be healthy or if it was just a product of the last year, keep it up. It's a wonderful way to enhance your life and eat better food. And one of the best ways to make better food is to have better cookware. So right now, Made In is offering our listeners, weirdos, 15% off your first order with promo code WEIRD. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Go to madeincookware.com slash weird and use promo code weird for 15% off your first order. So that's double weird. You go to madeincookware.com slash weird and then use promo code weird at checkout for 15% off your first order. That is a wonderful way to support the show. Last but not least, I'm wearing them now. No surprise. I'm never not wearing my perfect jeans. As you guys know, I hate a hard pant. I don't understand why it's 2021 and we're not all just wearing comfortable, soft pants that look good. Of course, the problem is they don't always look good. Enter the perfect jean. These are high quality, wonderfully made, perfect feeling perfect fitting jeans that are made of a super soft and flexible fabric that looks so good no one needs to know. They just look like regular great designer jeans, but they feel, honestly, they feel like yoga pants. They feel like pajamas. They feel like pajamas, yoga pants, and jeans all went in the washer together and only one thing came out. They are the best pants I've ever owned. I haven't taken them off since they've arrived. That's incredibly true. I got another pair uh, so I could just rotate because I don't want to go back. They're made from premium stretch fabric. There's just a, just a little bit, but just enough. 2% spandex, 2.5% rayon for extra comfort and movement that your man parts require. This gene stretches so your nuts ain't crushed, thereby providing the only true home for your bone. They're super soft and they're constructed utilizing the highest quality materials and sewing techniques to provide you with a product that is built to last. And best of all, they're not khakis. Fuck your khakis. And spare your nuts. The perfect gene for perfectly imperfect men. Just 60 bucks when you use uh, code WEIRDO at checkout. So liberate, this is my favorite part, liberate liberate your lower limbs with the one and only perfect gene. Whether you're working with lemons or lentils, a three-leaf clover, or a big old honking eggplant, the perfect genes got you covered. I love them. Seriously, I've run into weirdos on the street. I'm always wearing them. I've met a few weirdos that are wearing them. Makes me happy because they're the best pants I've ever owned. Take a peek. ThePerfectGene.nyc. That's www.ThePerfectGene.nyc. And use promo code WEIRDO for 25% off at checkout. All right, guys. That's it. Enjoy the wonderful Andrew Santino. I just met him. I just found out about him. And I'm so glad I did. He's wonderful. Get into it. Pete, you didn't want to clean up any of these bottles in there? Hilarious. Hilarious. What is these bottles for? You're the only person that's noticed... I'm going to say plethora. The plethora. I mean, it's absurd. Oh, my God. 
No, you're in the right. Like, I sometimes hide them. Yep. Yeah, sit on the stain. Can you turn me up a little, Katie? I can't. I can't hear myself. Don't uh, don't talk to Katie. Don't talk to don't talk to her. Don't talk to Katie. I've known her for a long time. We've seen each other. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Jk. Um, yeah, the bottles are an issue, and I usually hide them. And they're, he, he's talking about the bottles in my sauna. Yeah, my sauna. He's louder than I am now. I'm a little bit louder. But now I'd like I just like to be at his level. He's. Uh, I'm blue. Remember that? I went to a very liberal school. I went to a very... Oh, God. I went to a very liberal school, and I think that was the line. I don't see color. I don't see color? Yeah. That used to be the thing. What was the school mascot? It was a transparent man. <laughs> it was a translucent... A see-through guy? Kind of like a T-1000. You couldn't tell if it was a man or woman. It was a woman. see-through being. It, yeah, it, was a, it could have been a dog. An ethereal being. We. I went to... Where did you go to college? Well, this was my grade school. I went to Cambridge Friends School, and I loved it. Cambridge Friends. It was Quaker, but not religious. Hmm. Quaker is that you would have loved it. None of the kids were Quaker. Even a lot of the teachers, I don't think, were Quaker. But it was like built on the values that kids are equal with with grownups. Is that a Quaker value? Yeah, I believe it is. Or I was told it was at this Quaker school. It That's was, really. It was these Quakers' values. Huh. So you called the teachers by their first name Ooh. the whole time. You'd just be like, "Hey, Bill, can't do that." Not, not where I come from. That's so funny. You'd get it's, the shit beat out of you. If you said like, if I said Mike to my buddy's dad, yeah, m- they wouldn't do anything about it. But my dad would hear about it, yeah. and then I'd get beat by my dad. Well, then we have similar, uh, <laughs> not beat, would you really get beat? It would be like a, a smack across the head, uh, like yeah. an embarrassing, and he would embarrass Open-handed, me. Open-handed, but still, I don't like this. I don't like but this But you're not bleeding out of your nose. No, that was if I lost a basketball game. Is that real? No. <laughs> no. Comedy bets. No, comedy bets. Comedy, comedy bets. Be, uh, um, parental. No, my parents never. Parental abuse bets. Is that what you were going to say? Let's, let's open bits. up fresh with they the parental never, abuse they never beat me. That me. When you think about the Quaker thing about you didn't have to be Quaker to go, it's kind of like a lot, of, a lot of kids I went to Catholic school with weren't Catholics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but what? What I, are you doing there? That should be against the rule. You should have to be a Catholic to go to the school. Uh, that's better. Case, sorry, we're still trying to get my levels. We're trying to right. get the levels. Trying to get the levels. How about my headphones? That was good. What you what you just did was good. Oh, to turn my headphones up. Let's see. Let's hear it. Check, I, check, I check, check, it. check, check, I liked check, it. check. Sorry, everybody. This is this. You didn't have to do this on Zoom. One level. I know. One bad this level. One horrible level. Look at how we can talk over each other. One. And I saw your yeah, wink. That, 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 I wouldn't that, have that, seen that, that, that wink on that, Zoom. Zoom. See, I wouldn't have seen that wink on Zoom. I thought it would. I would have thought it was a glitch. I did a Zoom this morning. When you do a Zoom after things have opened up, you're just like, what do you, fuck you? Yeah. What do you, fuck you? They don't want me around. They don't what want do me around. What are you, fuck you me? <laughs> you fuck you me? If you have a meeting with me and you send a Zoom link mm-hmm. and I'm already looking up directions, mm-hmm. what are you, fuck you It is fuck. It's not you're only, fuck you well, me. Po- it's power play. You're Patrick fucking you me. Patrick Ewing me. Yeah, you're Patrick Ewing me, but fuck Pat, look down me. at the codex because Patrick equals fuck. Does Patrick it? fucking Ewing. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> the guy who believes. Yeah, no, I, I had a Zoom audition this morning. I don't care for that. Man, I really hope I get it. <laughs> Do a, you? It's a big deal. Oh, good. It's huge. I can't tell. I haven't dialed in your levels of like How about what's this? real. It's big, and I 
Does it rhyme with Gar Wars? <laughs> is it Star Wars? It is. It's Star Wars. It's Star Wars. The but they're you doing never a see a, a redhead in. You might see a redhead. You do see redheads in Star Wars. Well, I was trying to get behind you and 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 feel your pain and be like, they never put like an outstanding. They don't, they don't put a redhead in anything. Ginger. The There's only ginger in the new Star Wars. The it's the guy. It's that guy you must hate who's from Ex Machina. Donald Gleason. Who's brilliant, but he's he's a he's a he's a redhead. Is Ginger cool? Say it again and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I need to look up Donald Gleason. <laughs> Donald Gleason. I did uh, James Dom Corden with him, and he was a sweetie. No, you're right. Domnahal. Domnahal. It's spelled D O D O M H N A L. You just Dom- call him Dom. Donald Gleason. Donald Gleeson. You know who I met? I met Niall Halloran, who's a... Uh, he's not American? Niall Halloran, who's a... Uh, he's the guy from... Um, uh, Big wow. Bang Theory? Yeah, Big Bang Theory. He's Sheldon's nephew. <laughs> Wait, he's from what's the most most, most famous boy band? One huh? Direction. One Direction. She said it. But I met this boy. I met this man. <laughs> I, d- I just wanted you to get credit. I don't I, I don't didn't know, know who he was. Direction. And I, said, I don't know One Direction either. But I, but how weird! I said to him when I met him after I had literally played golf with him, a whole round of golf with other friends, and I said, "We're having a good time." And I go, "What do you do?" Hilarious. And they got his. The other buddy looks at me. And he's like, "They start laughing, thinking I'm making a joke." Yeah. And then I had to do the uncomfortable, like <laughs> I was getting around. You did. Yeah, I had to make a joke, and then I had to get in my phone, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's one of the." I would have you know. thought, what an opportunity! It's like if you want to be friends with Oprah, be the one person that goes like, it "Wasn't your best?" <laughs> like that's how you get to be friends with Oprah. I know because this One Direction guy is tired of people being like, "Sorry, I'm sure you get this all the time." I had no idea who he was. I never. I don't have. I don't have kids, and I don't. I don't like boy bands anymore. So why would you know what One Direction is? I don't know what One Direction is. Social zeitgeist. You, you. But how about this? Do you know? Hit it. Do you know who? Um, Can't wait. Dua Lipa is. Nope. Do you know who Dua Lipa is? Yeah. Is he Wiz Khalifa? Dua Lipa is Wiz Khalifa's <laughs> counterpart. It's it's Wiz when Khalifa's... Wiz Khalifa goes through the portal. <laughs> that, he is he Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa is like Wiz Khalifa, but instead of like hello, he says goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. But that <laughs> goodbye, and everyone's like goodbye, and you give a hug. Spit out your coffee. You those, spit it out. those setups, by the way, mm. I know they already covered this on Seinfeld. It, they only would always do the superficial ones. If you're in the backwards world, mm-hmm. when we say goodbye instead of hello, <laughs> but then they would still shake hands. That's not the opposite of shaking hands. What is the opposite of shaking hands? Not shaking hands. Very hard to tell if you're doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pulling it away. Oh, pulling, pulling it, away. it away. Pulling it away. It's just stupid. Yeah, it is very dumb. Nobody cares. What was Seinfeld, by the way? Seinfeld, yeah, it's just sort of the zeitgeist. It's, it's a zeitgeisty like, thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of like Dua Lipa. By the way, the description on Hulu, mm-hmm. can you look it up, Katie? For Seinfeld? Yeah. Would you mind? Do you have the Hulu app on your phone? Or I can give you mine. If you look up who, uh, Seinfeld on Hulu, yeah. the show description is hilarious. It's like written by a dictionary you threw in a, a Vitamix. <laughs> and like seven, <laughs> 17 words came out and it's like, four friends, New York City, wild times or something. It's like, have you, you can just say it's Seinfeld. You know what it is. It's no, Seinfeld. But, but imagine there's a human from a part of the world that's never heard or seen Seinfeld. Explain it to me right now. I don't, I don't, okay. I just moved to the United States. Okay. I don't know who any of these people are. I like this. I have no context. Okay. Explain it to me. Neurotic New Yorkers. Okay. I've never been to New York. Jews. I got it. 
right away. Check. Oh, oh it's okay. <laughs> um, here, you, Pete, you, don't not give it to me. I want to hear you. No, no, I'm not off the hook. Mm-mm. Here you go. Let's see if it, it'll... I don't have it. Forget it. Kate. Wait a minute. It's I have the Hulu good. app. You have the Hulu app? Yeah, is because Dave I, on Hulu? Yeah, it is. That's, where, that's that. where we make you, all of our you better, views. 90% of our viewership is on Hulu. I'm dead serious. Wait, is it an FX show? It's an FXX. Yeah. FXX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, FXX is just like totally fine with... Like, okay, Seinfeld. <laughs> you, can, you can do that. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Seinfeld comedy series. Um, you found it. But, but when I click on it, it gives you... Okay, ready? You can, you can maneuver around to try to find where he's... Okay. But that's it. How many of them are there? There's four, right? Four worrisome 20-somethings. Mm-hmm. 30-somethings. 30-somethings, gotta be. Four worrisome 30-somethings mm-hmm. navigate the, uh, the subtle complexity of everyday life in a big city. Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'll take it. I'd love to watch this show. <laughs> and then I click then I click on the uh, Worrisome is key. But then I go, who's in it? And you name these actors, right? Okay, Jerry. He's a he's a he's a jokester. He's a stand up comedian. Oh, we have those in my country. Okay. I know stand up comics. They actually do. Somebody just told me like I could I'm I'm Lith- I'm half Lithuanian. I could go to Lithuania and they'd know everything. If it's on the internet, they've seen it. They've seen it. And you could do they'd be like new stuff. Like they would know. <laughs> a guy new stuff. <laughs> like shepherding a field. New stuff. <laughs> Not uh those are my people. I can say that. What you is can't it? say that. Oh, all right. You can throw it. You trust me. It's funny. It's one of those Um, things. The Simpsons is the same thing. How about imagine this? Imagine mm, a guy. Hit it. Imagine a human. You hit it. Male or female doesn't matter where they're from. Another part of the world. They're translucent. They come here. You explain Seinfeld to them, and you're like, you're going to like it. It's Jerry Seinfeld, Jason Alexander, Julia Dreyfus, and um, (laughs) this goofy guy plays this character Kramer his name is Michael Richards and that's the last lo- person they hear and it stays in their head they go to YouTube they look up Michael Richards they see him yelling the n-word at the Laugh Factory and that's how they think of you recommending Seinfeld that's their last impression of <laughs> Seinfeld is watching his n-word rant on, on oh, the internet oh god that rant and what, I... what and you know what it wasn't that bad <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I watch it back and I go, what's the problem with this? I watch it I, the one time I've watched it. Oh, I watch it a once a moment, year. moment. Really? Because it's, uh, it's so insane to me. There's a moment. Tell me if I'm misremembering because mm-hmm. I really only watched it once because it was so uncomfortable. Uh, where he seems to register that he's being filmed. Yes. And he keeps going. Correct. I'm correct. No, right? you are. He, he actually, this is when the turn, this is great, like a, in, a sc- <laughs> in a screenplay, the turn happens. He literally knows he's being filmed, and then he tries to put on this, like, um, the- like almost like he's on a, like a, in, a, in a theater, like he's doing a very theatrical performance to try oh, to yeah. say, to try to say, I'm not, this is a character. Do you know what I mean? He, I'm not, yeah. this isn't, you, yeah. you, you Michael no, Richards was before. You're giving me panic. Right. Now, like, and then he changes. the only choice is to go super insane. Mm-hmm, that's what that's your defense. And so he does, he goes, and I can quote it, he says, you see, you see these words, these words. He's trying to, like, enact a character on a theater play to make them think, 
Oh, this isn't these him words, anymore. These words. These words. It's the old Simpsons <laughs> joke. We were rehearsing a play. We were rehearsing. Someone rehearsing hears you say something and you go, <laughs> I, "Oh no, I was just rehearsing a play." <laughs> <laughs> I watch it once a year. It really does move me. I just think it's it moves you. It just because it's like I've never seen how many you've seen. We've seen comics. Our friends bomb. You've seen people. Do really- That's what I don't like about it. Look, I, I obviously the racism is the worst part of it. And as a performer, mm-hmm. the panic that I then start to feel. Mm-hmm. I had a dream the other night, two nights ago, that I had said something on someone else's podcast, and I was like just talking to them about not releasing it. Uh, I, I, like that's just this like the panic, the underlying panic, and of, the subconscious. What did I say? The dream world loves that because we live in a world where we're like, wait, are, are they going to understand? And we don't just mean. The person you talk to in your kitchen, we're talking about thousands and thousands of people. Are they going to yeah. understand that I was – and that I don't like locking into the the fight or flight that he's feeling. Well, I, I – Obviously, I, and I can't stand the content. I just like it because I just – it's wild to watch somebody um, – get caught for being who they really are. And it's funny because Jerry went on Letterman literally the next week. I and, remember. And then had said, um, that's not who he really is. And you're like, play the tape. <laughs> it's oh almost undisputed. You show the tape and you just go, he means that. There's no, I, Look, he may not be like an outright hardcore racist. Okay, I, I'm going to defer to you. But he means it. Yeah, you feel like it's real. Dude, he means it. <laughs> you see it, you're like, that's not an accident. Yeah. That's not an accident. An accident is saying the N-word in a rap song and you're trying to emulate a character and you took it too far and it wasn't funny and it was stupid or blah, 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 blah. This was like, <laughs> this was like he was attacked and then his defenses were like, just say it. Ew, just say it. Oh and he God. did. It was it very also, obvious. It's also, I'm always worried. This sounds fake. I get worried when people get really big. And no. he was really big. He was huge. And if you have, they, what do we call it? We call it fuck you money. Yeah. And what does fuck you money say in your The N word. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently money talks. <laughs> fuck you money talks in racial slurs. <laughs> because like yeah. when you hear those stories, your, your wine scenes and stuff, mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. Evil, right? There's evil there. Sure. And I'm like, they got to a place... Our cultural mythology mm-hmm. is stacked like a pyramid. And when you're in that tippy-top weird Illuminati eye of the pyramid, it's hard. I'm not saying it's hard. It, it's the Lord of the Rings. I say it every time. You can't handle. No one can handle that power. you got to give it to a, a hobbit. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away. Literally, that's your only hope. Give it away. This that's- is, by the way, look to any other mystical text that would just be like, if you want to save your soul, give it away. Because it's going to get you. Because this is why I spend time. I don't even know the details. I'm like, why doesn't Ted Sarandos just have the best company ever? I just don't understand. Mm. And they always go, the shareholders. What is, why, why do we accept the shareholders? Well, we got to do right by our shareholders. You mean the, the billionaires that right. got in at Amazon when you were <laughs> selling it? They're billionaires. Do you think they even know? Do they even know? At Are some they point, checking the, no. the checks coming in? And they're like, hey, Ted, can you... Uh, 80 mil, Ted? Yeah. <laughs> Like it's, <laughs> you could be, but I'm I'm a, a person that cares what other people think about me. I think these sociopaths are literally just putting their dicks in cakes, <laughs> pouring live oysters down their toilet. They do. They don't even have bidets. Their toilets shoot flames. 
I have a flame roasted ass. It burns off the bacteria and it dries me. I have no hair down there. That is, they do. We do. And pro, by the way, we um, do. It's you. Yeah. Well, use promo code. You made it weird. Uh, you made it weird. Twenty one for twenty one percent off of the flame roasted toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Go to flameroasttoilet.com slash weird. It's only 5% off, but that 5% That's going to save you. It's going to be $50,000. It's going to save you free shipping. These, are, these, are, these toilets can cook a pizza. <laughs> like, you want these That's toilets. That's the slogan. These toilets can cook a pizza. <laughs> Send it to my house. These toilets can cook a pizza. <laughs> yeah, there's, there are crazy people that have so much money, they don't. Um, well, right. Did you see at the beginning of the pandemic, David Geffen posted a picture? He took it down. But you know, you know. We oh, all, I think I heard about. He this. was on his yacht. It was like a hundred fifty mil. Maybe I'm underestimating the number. Anyway, he took a picture from his yacht, and he's like, "Good luck, everyone. Stay safe." And he's just taking off into the <laughs> ocean <laughs> on his yacht. And he t- pulled down the picture, obviously, because the everyone was like, "What a Dude, piece I, of shit thing I, to post." I had to check myself before I wrecked myself. I'm one of those people that was like, "the The quarantine wasn't that bad." Stop telling people that. Can't say that. You stop telling people that. Because so many people are like, wasn't it? Yeah. It was terrible for some people. But there's a there's people that didn't like OKP, okay, you got to like take time off with you. Mm. That's no one. No. That's me on my yacht. That's you on your you yacht. You know what I'm saying? No, it is. I'm conceding it. I'm conceding it. No, it's nice that you acknowledge it. I'm acknowledging it. I'm saying I was humiliated when I realized shut the fuck up. It you're was bad. Te- you're geffen on the yacht. Mm. I was I was just doing it with friends. And yeah, but, just, but but you don't know what the friends and their friends. You don't know what they're going their, through. Yeah, and even if you go like, we're lucky, uh, we have our families. Some people fucking hate their families. I would say a high majority of people don't like their families. Hate their families. Most of your listeners right now, raise your hand, guys. If you hate your families. <laughs> one, two, three. I think most people do hate their families. I'm talking about your wife and kids. Is that what you mean? I think I think I think it's, I think people. I mean, I wouldn't general. want to have my quarantine with my mom and dad, but my wife and baby was a godsend to me. Different, but then there's a lot of people that even that that'd be like, I'm going crazy, and that's totally fair. That doesn't mean. But you, you have don't a baby, them. Pete. That's a project. If it's a wife and a two nine and uh, like a nine year old and twelve year old, totally different. Totally different. If that what what we're learning is even if we go through something, all of us at mm. the same time, no two people are having the same experience ever. This is a huge epiphany. Uh, psychedelic alert but like whenever I take psychedelics I go like I can't believe you're not experiencing what I'm experiencing Mm. but not just a high feeling any feeling all of them everyone's going around these million sided Rubik's Cubes and they're all on different settings and we go around acting like every day is the same it's Monday here's Monday just flat horizon (laughs) Monday it's not no you walked into my house a combination on your Rubik's Cube, you've never been, and you'll never be again. Yeah. This exact, we tick this box, uh, maybe you got a little disrespect at the coffee shop. Maybe your mom texted you something strange. Maybe you had a bad set. Maybe you had a bad meal. Maybe you had bad sleep. Those are just the basics. Yeah. Maybe last night you dreamt about somebody who lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just say, hi, Andrew. Pandemic wasn't that bad. It, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you what hit me yesterday that's yeah. kind of in this in this relative field that you're talking about? A guy that I thought I was kind of friends with made a comment that like we're not really friends. Like we He said that? Kind of. That was the comment? In a very roundabout way, it was very like, well, we're not really like friends, friends, like that kind of thing. And I, I was like It was okay. I also knew you know when you I also know it. Yeah, but, but there's it's weird a, to hear it. There's a Okay. Uh, real talk. 
I'm like, I said to Jay, I was like, Andrew's coming, and I really feel like we could be friends. Yeah. I, you feel the same? Yes. Okay. What did Jay say about me? He said... What did he say about me? <laughs> he actually said something I didn't know. He was like, that's interesting. He's not a normal guest for you. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, you know, he's sort of like he's into MMA and stuff. <laughs> he was like, he's like fighter and the kid. I'm he's definitely like a, not into MMA. Like fi- really? I mean, I'm not a... I, I'd be... F- By the way, you can be. No, but I'm not... I don't... I've gone... But I don't know anything about it. That's fine. Yeah, I've well, gone. You don't need my validation. I'm just saying. No, I've gone I was because excited. Joe. I was like, I've, I've gone it. with Rogan uh, to a, to a couple of fights, but I I'm not even a liar about it. I kn- I don't know any. I don't know anything. So when somebody's like, "What think, do you think about X Y Z?" I go, "I don't know enough." Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it live. It's it's cool to see, but I'm not. I can't follow the guy. I mean, I'm not even I good at. I wouldn't like to see it. That's. I, it's I, interesting to watch. I, I can't watch it on. On Instagram. When Joe will post something on Instagram, I'm like, it's, keep scrolling. Here's what I like about when it. When they're like, look at the break. <laughs> look at the break. It dangles. Watch his tooth come out. Exactly. Watch like, his tooth come out. I, I know this sounds like just like, like I'm just in my persona. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, oh, I'm like a beta comic. I'm telling you, in my heart of hearts, I'm going, guys, just talk it out. Yeah, just. just like, stop hitting me. Sit down. I don't. This is. I'm not even proud of this. It's just how I am. I don't want to see people punching each other in the face. I just don't want to see it. I get that. Like, like you know how in a movie it's so choreographed, it's so like fake. It's like it really is like a dance. Yeah. When I saw the Matrix, the second Matrix, <laughs> I was sitting. Next, this is in Chicago. I'm sitting next to a stranger, and it, the, during the first fight, I'm like holding my breath. I'm so excited. He leans over. He goes, "It's like a beautiful dance." <laughs> I'm like, it is. It but is. You're ruining it. Yeah, but, but it now, is kind of a pretty dance. Now I, I'm more. I'm older now, so I'm like, the lack of realism is actually what I like about it. You see a real fight. That's it, what MMA is. It's it a is. real fight. It is. I think the thing I've, like, I was, I'm, I was a baseball, baseball, basketball, football guy. I love going to those games, but I never got into AMA, AMA. Um, and you ask can ask anything. us anything right now, guys. Uh, please type it in to the box below. <laughs> I thought what MMA if you was just do an MMA, and it turns out it's just Chuck Liddell and the other guy just answering <laughs> do, questions AMAs? from inside the octagon. Oh, <laughs> uh, what do you ask mean? us anything <laughs> from the bleachers? What's your favorite? What do you, what's your favorite toppings on pizza? <laughs> I gotta have cauliflower crust. <laughs> I bleed different when I eat gluten. <laughs> It's you know a, they it's know. A, it's a that, weird. They have different considerations. It's a weird. Um, I couldn't get into it because I just. It's another thing I don't want to put on my plate to be like in, interested in. But I am fascinated with the mixed martial art. The the idea that people come from all these different backgrounds, and it's more than just fighting, fist fighting. It's a lot of ground game and all that stuff. I am. Yeah. I'm fascinated with the kicking, idea of it. There's foot kicking. Yeah. I will. Here's where the I'll, idea is interesting. Here's to me. where I'll meet you. I love a movie about MMA. What was it called? Fighter or something? Mm, the uh, it wasn't the fighter. That, no, not the fighter. That was it boxing. Was Warrior. Warrior. I like that movie. I was, thought it was fun. So yeah, I but like because I know it's not real. But like here, let me put it this way. I'll concede even more. Okay. If you had an ESPN type thing where it like showed you the guys getting ready. I meet their family. <laughs> I learn a little bit about their struggle, <laughs> their values. I like that. And show, then they show fight them each get other. Ready. Show them get ready. Yeah. If you did MMA, like uh, that's how I feel like about a docu style. The Last Dance. I don't like basketball, but the, the Last Dance I've watched it through twice. Ugh, I loved it. So good because it was the best. 
because I understand what's going on. That's what I liked about watching poker. I, I would watch poker, but they'd do the cutaways and they'd explain a little bit of their story. Right. And now I'm like, wow, I really hope Scotty Mugen wins this hand. Win. It's just pronounced win. Is it? Yeah. Win? Yeah. Win? Yeah. Scotty win? Scotty win. Fuck me. N-G-U-Y-E-N. And there's somebody on the Pixar team with that last name. And I'm, yeah. I'm always saying And you say Nguyen? Nguyen. Oh. Nguyen. Good luck making a Pixar movie. Yeah, right? That's it. He's deep in the credits. <laughs> The fact that I'm giving him a shout out right now. But, but honestly. He's, he's on the animation team, I'm pretty sure. Well, not Win. anymore. We Win. fired him. <laughs> we got rid of him. We had to let him go. Oh it was too God. tough to say his name. Okay. So, but you're not really. No, but I, 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 I would say. Do I... you think like I'm doing Pete's podcast, I'm not really his flavor? No, I think. No, I, I think like now there's a world. I think stand up has taken this new world of like creating relationships as we all get older that you meet more people now and there's more crossover from. Um, the world of like what would be considered Largo versus Comedy Store. Yeah. I think those worlds now are blending so much more than they used to. And they used to not be, but there wasn't any reason for it besides this fake um, competitive nature of like East Side versus club comics. Yeah. And it was bullshit because if you were funny, it didn't matter. Right. But there was this fake thing that was like, what are you, a club comic? I think comic we were or... imitating hip-hop. I really do. Yeah, like, we're we East Coast, West Coast. We grew up East Coast, West Coast. Yeah, that's true. Like, we were like, I think you have to. People are literally being murdered. And I'm like, I guess that's what you do in the arts. <laughs> you forget that they're in the arts. Right. <laughs> Tupac and Biggie were in the arts. Tupac went to was went to, yes. uh, went to to art school. Yes. Was like a was like a child prodigy. They were in the arts. They yeah. were like straining about how to bring their insides onto the page. Yeah. Like they were artists. A rose grows in the pavement. And then- It's beautiful. <laughs> It's beautiful. It is. And then we had to emulate it for some reason. I think that's where we, well, the, you know, ego loves tribes and all that sort of stuff. Sure. So that's what sports teams are. But that's been so, it's been so, um, it's been taken apart by time. Yeah, it doesn't matter as much anymore. Uh, Kumail, well, Kumail, Kumail is a, is an MMA fighter now. And Kumail was like the, <laughs> it was like the symbol for Dude, meltdown. Kumail's album. He's a fighter. You know what it's called? It's called I'll Beat Your Ass. It's called Beta Mail. Oh, is it really? I tw- I don't think I tweeted it, but it was Thanksgiving. It had just gotten ripped, and I I, I, I don't think I tweeted it because I didn't want to make jokes about it. But I was like, no question on who's going to carve the turkey this year, Because <laughs> <laughs> I think they were going to their parents' house or yeah. something. I was like, you got to hand that serrated blade over to the big boy. <laughs> you just have to. I don't – you know what's weird? For Why didn't someone, you want to make fun of it? Because you were too close? It, everyone was doing it. It was just like the week it had happened. Yeah. And I might have done it. I have, you know, I have a bit about it. I go, I don't, don't want to get ripped it. because I don't want anyone to look at my body and know what I've been up to. Mm-hmm. I think that, and I can't figure it out for real. I'm not just saying this like, I'm saying if there was a button I could push and I could be that ripped, I wouldn't push it. Why not? That's a very interesting question. And I actually think I'd be the last one mm-hmm. to be able to tell you. One, I, I feel like it's like, is it an issue of like green lighting, you know, your own abundance? Like I can look like that. Why can't I look like that? Maybe. But I also think it's just like, I like attention and I'm going to put this back to you because you're the guest, right? Yes. I like attention, but I like it on my own terms. I go to a party. I'm not going to be like, that is how you typically enter parties. party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that because in a in a uh, like Val, we go to Val's family for C- Christmas Thanksgiving. I'm not really being like a super clown. I like just being like you know normal, a, human. a human. Yeah. And muscles is like a kind of funny you can't turn off. Like it's like it's right there. It's yeah. constantly there. 
hand me the the orange juice and like you you grip it like you're wringing the chicken's neck and it barely makes it to you. There's a handprint in the simply simply Florida. And like I'm like, thank you. I also don't want to be in a situation where like. There's a, a a fender bender in front of me. I get out of the car because I want to help. Now you got to fight. And now it looks like there's going to be a fight, and it looks like I'm gonna I'm gonna help the fight. I'm gonna mediate the fight. When you do have muscles, a lot. people want to fight you for some reason. And I bet you people want to fight friend, for male. I had I guarantee it. I um boy, I'm forgetting his name. Chris 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 Mata was in MMA. He like fought MMA, mm-hmm. and he was like, we used to get really good, and then would go to bar. He didn't do it, but he knew guys that would do it would go to bars and try and pick fights. Like, try to get the surly guy to fight them. You know, (laughs) just kind of hang out with the bad guys. Just because. Just because if it happened, they could actually use their training. I'm not saying they would provoke them. I'm saying they would go to, like, maybe a dodgy bar. But their presence was provoking. And and that's the other thing is, like, when you look that way and when you can handle yourself, Mm -hmm. you and I, I'm going to throw you in on this riff. Toss me in. We... <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Toss and that in. moment is exactly what I've picked up about you, and it's exactly what I like about you. It was a sing songy toss me in. Yeah. It was so fast, it wasn't even a yes and. It was a yes. It was just a yes. It was the Y in yes and. It was thoughtless and beautiful. He, uh, you, when you can control your body, you look a certain way, and that sends out a thing. Like, yeah. That I, I do think people, I'm six foot six. I'd go to punk shows. People would just try to take me down. Yeah. It's fun to take down the big giant. It's, well, it's also your, they think you might be vulnerable enough to, to, for them to beat. And then they go, wouldn't it be cool to beat that guy? The biggest guy. The biggest guy it's is the cool prison to beat. theory. Yeah. Beat, beat the big him. guy. And I'm as, I'm as gentle as a, as a sparrow. <laughs> Are they gentle anymore? After all that's been going on in their community? I think they're fighting back. I got to tell you, I think sparrows have really taken a turn. Oh uh, go God. to uh, gentlespero.com <laughs> slash weird slash weird for actually 10% on top, top of the fee. Uh, you actually have fee. to pay 10% more <laughs> and you get nothing. <laughs> um, wh- how are you with attention? Because does that make sense? Would you push the button? No, you know, I, I, I you use, would. It's okay. N- no, no. Here's why. Because I, I, I would say I'm in good enough shape. I, I, I run, I work out. I'm in good enough shape where I'm fine with my body. And would all I that? push the button not to be weird that made me look like you? I, I'd probably push that button. A normal, uh, just like, like a, just a normal. I'm not even saying that yeah. as a diss. I'm saying like just like a healthy body. I just athletic is what I. Th- I'm just athletic, athletic, leaning, yeah, healthy. But but the buff thing, buff uh, is like my bid. Buff is tough. You've been picking up a lot of barbells. It's tough. Yeah. Also, Joe Piscopo. Remember him? Yeah. He got too big. He got too big, and then it was not funny. And Well, here's the problem with me for the buff thing. I probably wouldn't push the button because – I'll say this. I also think, by the way, I do want to say this. I think it's great that he pushed the button. I think he's going to do great with it. Yeah. You know what? I, we're that's, not shitting I guess on that's him. my point. The I'm ask, more interested in the psychology of why I wouldn't do it. If – I'll tell you. If you were offered the same um, – career steps as him to would do I that do it? would you much, do that much more interesting to do it right yeah because if it was someone was like dude we're gonna put you in a superhero movie would you be willing to change this thing about yourself for this film because it's gonna be a, a new part of your career and i can see myself tripping over myself to be like it's good for me anyway yeah it's not like gaining 75 pounds huh. it's, hel- it's like it, yeah you'll be in the best shape of your life kumail did tell me he always wanted to do it yeah and he used the movie as an excuse he to used go. to talk to me about it when i would when i would do meltdown every once in a while he used to and talk Joe, to me I about it i want to talk to you about something you're he, kind of like he goes normal, you're in really good shape like normal athletic 
Really good shape. Really kind of like a good shape. How do I get that shape? How do, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> what do you eat? Are you, what, are you, what are you eating? You're like a little French dignitary or I'm something. I'm a French dignitary, and I own a very small island <laughs> off of France. <laughs> off of France, Emily and I live there, and I'm the governor. <laughs> <laughs> the governor. I have to govern the people. And I must govern the people. They don't listen. This is German. Now I'm German. Now it's German. I must govern the people. <laughs> I would. Uh, here's the thing. I would, would do, do it a lot of career. things for my career. Yeah, yeah. But also, I'm going to say, in everybody knows who's in the business that like different times of your life, different times of your career, you think of different things. Would I do it today? If you said, Pete, if there was the button, would I do it? No. My answer is no. Yeah. I don't want that right now. Yeah. But I'm sure at a point of your career, you might be like, yeah, I think I do want it. right Even now. Even as we're saying this, I'm like, are we both full of shit? Can I push it and walk it around the store? I don't want it. Really? I'm deciding right now. That's what I'm saying. In this moment in my life, today, yeah. on, on April 15th, What if I tell you you can push it and you'll be that way for 15 minutes and then you decide? No, I don't want it. You don't even want to try it? No. because I, I want to open some jars of pickles in my house. <laughs> what do you mean? Just use your shoulder. Don't what, you know that? What trick? You, up here? You put what? it up here? You put it in your arm? Get a jar of pickles. Can we, Katie, can we get a jar of pickles? <laughs> <laughs> do you really put it in your shoulder? Of course not. That's hilarious. Of course not. But no, you, of course, but, not. of course not. But you smack not. it, smack it on the counter. You know yeah, that. Yeah, run hot water over it. Come on, these are all da- these Midwest are a lot, dad. It's tricks. a lot easier than going to the gym every day and drinking <laughs> blended chicken breasts. <laughs> or we could just—that's such a funny bit. You can get that rep, or you could just bang the top a few times with a spoon. Why don't they do that on the commercial? Bump, bing, bing with a knife. Yeah. Why doesn't Clawson have a commercial where yeah. a, where a, a big tough guy is going? Clawson, ah! they spent all their money ah! on that stork, and then a very weak meek guy was like. Ding, 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 and open it up. Yeah. And it says their slogan is Clawson. You don't got to be a big tough guy. (laughs) In case the name Clawson wasn't a hand. Well, Clawson does sound a little, a little. Clawson! Clawson, get in here! Bring your salty fingers! I have a Jewish friend that won't eat Clawson pickles because of that. Oh, it's a German name. Because of their history, yeah. Wait, they have a history? They used to make pickles for the Nazis. Don't go to Clawson.com slash weird. Don't go to Clawson.com. You know you can say that about anything. Did they make... Of course, I have no idea. But you know you That's can say that about so anything. Funny. But you just said it, and I believed in there are people that turned the podcast off before right? you said <laughs> And I'm done. I'm done to the streets. No. But he really... Is the first part, Jewish friend won't... No, I don't oh, have okay. any Jewish friends. That's disgusting. That's hilarious. But I think... Stop it. Stop it. No, but I think that you can say that about anything, because somebody told me, they said, oh, you know, G-Wagons, you know, Mercedes makes those G-Wagons. You know what that is? Those big, bulky SUVs. Mm. Mercedes used to make vehicles for Nazis. That's a fa- that is a fact. No lie. And, and Volkswagen was... Same thing. The car of the people. The people's car. It was car. Hitler's idea, People's wagon. It? Yeah, car yeah. for the people. And Mercedes... They it's, really bounce back. They really now. Did. There's like two metrosexual men in a well, Jetta I mean, cruising around. Their interior. <laughs> Wait, is what? Very nice. Oh yeah. You know, I thought you were talking about the men. <laughs> they, their interior rage. No, they're both interior decorators. <laughs> rage. <laughs> but they. But but now people say that they. Somebody said, "Yo, they miss cars for the Nazis." Thing. I say, "Yes, I see that." But that car looks the most Nazi-ish to me. It's the most not. The, I know which one you're talking it's about. It's Nazi it's car. It's the Land Rover Mercedes. It's gross. Yeah, it's a. It, it's like Seinfeld has that bit about the motorcycle helmet that flares up at the uh-huh. bottom. Yeah, it's not a full Nazi, but it's a semi-Nazi. It's pretty close. It's a pretty close Nazi. And can I say this? I'll give your your fans a little tidbit of why I learned that people have those in L.A. You see those things all the time in L.A. Those helmets or those Mercedes? No, the Mercedes because they're over five thousand pounds. There is a tax write-off for vehicles over five thousand pounds. It's farm equipment. Yeah, it's commercial, commercial grade. Yeah, George W. Bush did that for the. Uh, uh, he made a deal with 
oils, the oil shares, oil, oil trading, oil, 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 oil and trade. they did that now. So if you have a car over 5,000 pounds in the city of Los Angeles, you get a big tax break. That's why these people have this and because they're anti-Semites, but also for the tax break. <laughs> oh, my God. People have to know that uh, I mean almost nothing. That I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah. Okay. So one, I'm with you on the lar- so the Largo and comedy store thing. First of all, the comedy store is just good now. Yeah, but but I know why I Larson like- said that because Jay Jay and I have known each other for a very long time. Huh. Probably, I've known him for maybe twelve years. Maybe really, maybe more. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Because we always kind of would bump into each other as time went on, and I've talked about this on other podcasts. Um, we'll with, edit it out of those podcasts. That's fine. So can you get some, get Marin on the phone? <laughs> get the time code of Marin. But uh, he'll but give it to me. What it is 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 uh, uh, I just ne- we the, the I, idea of Mark I do want club volunteering. Hey Mark, what is the time code where Andrew talks about this on your podcast? And could you give it to me? And could you edit it? If out? you take him hiking, he'll do it. Really? I went hiking with him. He'll tell you everything. What do you mean? Hiking is like his therapy. He'll talk the whole time and he'll tell you everything. It's wonderful. Wow. Any secret you want to know about Mark Marin, go hiking with him. I mean, that's a very niche group that can get in there. To hike with Marin? Yeah. Well, I'm in it. I feel like it doesn't really matter, but I, I don't feel like he enjoys me. But really? He, he's basically, I, I'm not saying this. I've really given it some thought. When he knew me, I was a lot. And I feel like it's one of these weird mm-hmm. things that I'd be like, I think he would like me now. Because he used to give me shit for never like growing or changing. I like. I think I talked to him the first time I did mushrooms, and he was like, "Yeah." And instead of like thinking about that experience quietly and changing, you're just here blabbing about it in a green room or something. And he was right. <laughs> I had a lot of energy to burn. But that's off. who you are. What's wrong with that? Thank you, Andrew. I just think you, Mark, is who he's always been, and we talked very candidly on his show about that. Him and I. It was very much like, hello, hello, hallway hellos in the comedy store, like so many guys are. We don't really talk to each other. But then, then you kind of just – you grow up and you just go, well, that's, that's who that saying. guy is. That's, you just yeah, – who cares? Yeah, that's yeah. who they are. And I'm still a lot. Children shush me. But like yeah. I think I think I've balanced out. One time he said to me, he goes, one thing's for sure. Your humbling will be great. <laughs> he said that to me. God, he's such – he's like an oracle. When he, he is like a stuff. weird oracle. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, my humbling, humbling was great. Be great. Yeah, he was. What but, was your humbling? My divorce. Yeah. Yeah. But it had already happened when he said that. I just hadn't like really – Unpack this. He's been humbled a lot. He sure has. But that's almost. This is very not. Nah, I don't want to say. Do you think sometimes it's it's bound to happen to people? What humblings? Well, I'm of a persuasion, and this is my jam right now, and it's it's uh, it's spiritual that humblings and humiliations are good. So one of my great teachers, Richard Rohr, prays for one humiliation a day. Meaning praying just means being open to it. I yeah. don't think he's literally saying – I think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But like when you prep yourself, when you prep the oven, preheat. Yeah, preheat it. I now really savor a good humiliation because it's the degradation of the false self. It's not who you really are. It's this construct. Right. This is just psychology. It's not even really super spiritual. It's just this idea, Andrew Santino, the part that you play. Yeah. When you wake up, remember that moment where you realize – you kind of remember – who you are? No, I don't know. Well, I'm uh, still working all through it. I didn't mean to put that on you. I just mean I feel like most people when you wake up, there's sort of like a, I mean like half a second of just like you're aware, but you don't even really remember who you are or where you are. Yeah, and then you go like, oh right, I'm Pete. I'm a comedian. I'm a, I'm a husband. I'm a Los Angelino and all this stuff. And you and you start 
playing the part and I see you and I go like, well, Andrew's a comic. I'm a comic. I'll, I'll greet him the way a comic greets him. Like we're reading from this like script. It is. Yeah. But it's not real. It's not not real. I don't mean we need to burn it to the ground, but humiliations attack the idea you have of yourself right. often. But who you really are is is just the witnessing presence that's watching it all go by, really. That's yeah. very woo-woo, I know. But a humiliation is – nothing real can be threatened. So when you hurt my feelings – and I'll give you an example. <laughs> I did uh, that Vulture article about Conan, mm-hmm. and the guy interviewed me. And at the end of the interview, I said um, – his name's Dan, and he's great. I'm not talking shit. Uh, at the end of the interview, I said, and if you list credits, just say you host of the You Made It Weird podcast. You know, often they'll say sure. who they talk to and what they're plugging. And he said, oh, we're not really doing that. And I was like, oh, no worries. I just thought, if you are plugging something, I'm always trying to get more people to listen to the podcast. It was okay. We get off. Then he tweets the article. I tweeted him, great job, Dan, because I thought he did a great job editing the dialogues, and I enjoyed the whole thing. And then Adam Pally tweeted at me, and he's a friend. He just said, kiss ass. It's funny. Totally inbounds. And then Dan, the author, writes back like, how dare you talk to the host of You Made It Weird that way? Parentheses. He really wanted me to plug that. Like, like, the, like the tweet was... What's this was, guy's name? <laughs> 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 because you get the rage, right? What's this guy's name? Did you get the rage? I'm so pissed off. I'm like so fucking annoyed by that. Right? But, yes, dude. What a rude. It's that. Okay, what he did was this so is, Now rude. we're friends. Now but I, we're but friends. I'm also a We guy. were already <laughs> friends. This is it. But if you can have an airing of grievances, and I'm all I'm saying, if the subtitles were on is, Andrew, am I insane? You, don't and say you no just more. Said, I'm already there. Go. Uh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> these kind of people that do this. That's, why would you do this to me? I know I, I know exactly why. Tell me everything. Because he doesn't really like you that much. You think that's it? 100%. Really? This is a little shot, and he can go, I was just kidding around. But, but, but it's he a little, wanted to let me know. That's a little bit of like, oh, fuck you, Pete. Shut the fuck shit. up. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because in a reply to me saying, great job, Dan. Yeah. And that was the forum? Of course, because... And Adam's on it, so Adam's going to see it. And That's I'm why like, he did it, because he wanted Adam to see him I actually, take a shot at you. I'm not just doing this because I'm positive, Pete, and I do tend to spin towards the positive. Let's try now. Let's go the I'm other way. I'm just going, he thinks I'm a comic, and he thinks this is how we talk to each other. Yeah, but but this is the rule that we've talked about, that many comics... If you're not one of us, you don't get to speak our language. That's I'm sorry, funny. but yeah. that's just like it's it's almost like Klingons feel the same way. You can't speak Klingon yeah. if you're not a fucking Klingon. <laughs> they don't like the nerds. No, they what are you like trying? Why are you doing that? When someone says to you, when some when someone's uncle says to you, <laughs> "Oh, you think you're funny, huh?" When, a, when that that phrase, "Oh, you think you're a funny guy," it I you I should be allowed to stab him or hurt him <laughs> physically. It drives me insane. You think you're funny. It's such a degrading, rude... You're yes. not one of us. You don't get to do this but thing. But this is the fun, and I wonder if this will be valuable to you. I'm, I'm not saying... This isn't make-believe time. Mm-hmm. I literally felt the humiliation, and then I just go, yes. Oh, that, oh, it feels good. It doesn't feel good, but you give it the space of yes, uh, and you go... Everybody that listens to this podcast knows I just go burn it down. Burn, burn it down, down the idea of a guy. What is the story there? I'm a guy. You can't disrespect me. Right. I I did your interview. Mm-hmm. I have a podcast. I It's totally within bounds to say, like, burn it down. It's not real. It's not real. First of all, it's in the past. It's just a dream. It's right. gone. Gone. And all I have is my life right now. 
for all I have. So thank you. Actually, thank you wow. for torching the straw man. And you can do this with – by the way, it's not always appropriate to even try to do this. Sometimes it's just – and Val's very good at this. She's like, you can put your hand on your chest and go, baby, that hurt. You know, like you can go that yeah. way and like talk to your inner child and be like, you really don't like that. And and that's one way. I go hardcore. I go, fucking thank you, Dan. <laughs> I, because Andrew, I <laughs> thought I was special. Yeah, no. And I am just the same thing that's in you, that's in this couch, that's in the trees. It's just one thing. Yeah. And I thought I was separate. And if I think I'm separate because I'm special, that causes another kind of suffering. Right. If I think I'm fancy and yeah. I'm on my private I'm plane, more important. that actually leads to more suffering. Yeah. So like, tear me down. That's not, a, by the way, people listening, I don't think they would. Don't tweet mean things at me. I don't need any help with the humiliations. I, I've, I've started counting. Yeah, we have. I get like four, to- four times a day, I'll have a good like, Oof. It's insane. Really? Yeah. I mean micro ones. Micro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. little micro moments where you're just like. <sighs> so I'm able to do it situation dependent because some things I'm just like that. Yeah. My initial but reaction is. By the way, is, the love that I felt that you were like, fuck that guy. Worth it. Oh, yeah. Now I, we can drop to the human level and just celebrate the dance of. Yeah. of like, let's not get so woo woo that we don't have joy. Yeah. The joy that I felt when your face <laughs> said in a Chicago style, there were, there were tomatoes on this hot dog. You just said, Pete, I hurt for you. Oh, I felt it. Another value to this, yeah. to this humiliation. I felt it. I'm learning to it made, be. The love was huge. I'm learning to be better at just being like, I don't. I actually said this in the car ride. We took the, I took the family up to Carmel. We like drove up the coast because my parents have never seen the coast. <clears throat> and they ran out of Suburbans. And so they had to give us a minivan. And my initial reaction was like, I don't want to drive a fucking minivan. up that, The Suburban is roomier. It's bigger. Yeah. It's also ego. It's cooler. A big SUV is cooler Honey, than a minivan. You're doing so great. Yeah. Not that you need it, but just like, let's just be honest. Yeah, that's what and it was. And go like, that's okay. I wanted the thing. I, you want your mom and dad to see the nice car, yeah, right? Yeah, I want the real, give me the nice Escalade. Give me the, so we get the minivan and then I, I'm not shitting you. We're at like, we're at like, uh, uh, where, where we're up to, like ra- the Ragged Inn. And as we're driving up the coast, I, I say, as I'm taking these turns, I say to everyone, I go, I really, this is a really nice ride. Like I've accepted that I'm like, it's okay that I hate the idea of this because I think I'm better than it or cooler yeah, than it or I don't. Yeah. And then I was like, no, sometimes you just don't care anymore. That's and, it. Because my mom said, the guy at the gas station recognized you, huh? Because the guy asked for a picture. And and my dad goes, yeah, did he say anything about the minivan? And I was like, no, but I wouldn't have cared. But I remember a time You're when I would have cared. Right in the pocket. Yeah, I was like, fuck what it. I want to talk about. I was like, let it go. I, I tripped this morning on my run, by the way. Yes. And a guy walking in the neighborhood saw me and started laughing and then tried to stop. But I looked at him and then started chuckling a little bit like, <laughs> I know. I, it's okay to laugh. That's I it. look like a moron. That's it. I tripped over a curb. That's fun. It was I so. Like it was so. It was way harder than I thought. The you know, trip? Yeah, because I thought I, sometimes when you're on a good run and a good song is playing, you feel kind of, you're like, I'm going to, I look good. Look at yes, me running. Yes. And I tripped over the curb. See? Yeah. You're I, getting your humiliations. No, it happened, happened this morning. Having... And I had to turn and be like, it's okay. You can laugh at me doing it's that It's a micro. Thing. That's fine. It's a micro. But it's the micros. It's the death by a thousand paper cuts. Those, the small ones. Yeah. They'll still nag at you. So you get four a day? Well, I had four yesterday. I couldn't even tell you what they all were. But look at me. Is it Twitter? I love that you said, look at me. So funny. Get off of Twitter. I, uh, Pete, I get off of Twitter. 
It is such an evil place. That's where they're from, aren't they? Were they from Twitter? Um, some of them are. Yeah. Uh, we posted a video. Uh, I posted a video of Val that I shot on a date. Um, and right away, right there, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Why? I'm just conceding that, like, as soon as I buy a ticket to the show, post a video of my uh, wife being funny, I'm looking for the good stuff. Of course. Oh, how funny. Oh, we how only cute. post because we want the good stuff. I know. But if you buy a ticket to the show... You're going to get some booze. You're also... You're complicit. Yeah, you, you're... Walked, you walked into that weird Coney Island guy's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you went on the Tilt-A-Whirl. Step right up. And you paid for you ha- you handed him the ticket, and your your intentions weren't even pure. You were like, "I hope I leave this more special than I entered." <laughs> so you're a, you're a whore too. I'm yeah. being a whore. Yeah, I could have posted a picture of a question mark because all I was saying was post in the comments any questions you guys want us to answer or talk about on the podcast. Right. But instead, I posted this very cute video, and then somebody's like. Wow, she's well endowed or something. Oh. And I'm just like, that's that's a little one. But the humiliation isn't even isn't even just what he said. It's it's like when I see the negative, I'm reminded of how I how baldly and how you know transparently I wanted just people to be like, You're the king. But don't you sign You're up for that king. when you just have Instagram? The only way is to not ha- not post. Yeah, I know. Because all posts are self serving. Buddy. It, there is no altruism on fucking None. the internet. That's None. when somebody's like, "Can you please? Uh, I'm supporting this cause." It's like because you, you wanted me to see it, buddy. Yeah, babe, buddy. Yeah, babe, buddy. Give it to me, babe. Everyone's posting Conan photos. Do you think who didn't? One who didn't? W- who didn't? Old A. Santino. I didn't do it. But you're in his gene pool. Conan <laughs> and I are. We have a really tumultuous past. Is this true? We. We used, this isn't real. we used to bare knuckle box you on Wednesdays are, at I've, WB. I'm, now I'm learning. <laughs> no. Now I'm learning. I don't I did Conan once and I love always love JP and um and then I just this is gonna sound really mean. I have zero con- I feel like Conan was high school where you're like, Yes, I went there. And someone's like, Well, don't you want your letterman jacket? And I'm like, Why? It's over. I enjoyed going there. I don't need the class ring. I don't need the What's fucking the photos. What's the difference between doing it once and doing it four times? Nothing. Yeah, absolutely that's, nothing. That's how I felt about the New Yorker. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I was like, once you're in, I, I had some cartoons in the New Yorker. Yeah. And once you had a couple, you can be like, I'm a New Yorker cartoonist. That's cool. It like, is cool. It's over. But you yeah, did but it. You don't have to do it anymore. Right. You can just be like, uh, New Yorker cartoonist. Like, if you want to put that in the credits, you I don't have said to that do to the it. vulture guy. <laughs> you want to put New the New Yorker in the credits? Well, then, then he actually would have said something very cruel. What? Because it's just that's just like the New Yorker is even more of like, a, oh, you can you can write the New Yorker in there if you'd like. That's. I think now we're in bounds if you make fun of me. Right. Well. But trying to, but it's got to be funny. Get to, yeah, I agree. It can't be like mocking. He wanted me to put those. You know in. what it is, dude? It's junior high. It's well, the feeling of junior high. We're all in junior high. Completely this is, agree. This is, this is junior high. I'll give you an example. It's Bilber, another one of your people. We're outside the Spilber. Spilber. This guy. Why can't, do we just call him can't Spilber? Spilber. He can't keep anything in a glass. Have you ever seen him drink? Oh, stop it! Just, it's just it's too good. <laughs> stop it! Just it's go. too good. Ladies and gentlemen, Spilber. It's like an old uh, Tonight Show with Carson. He just comes out with a water and he <laughs> spills it. <all> the- <laughs> And you look down at his right, his right hand, and it's shaking, and there's just water coming out. I'm telling 
you. No, I'm serious. No, dude, these fucking, these brats with their fucking. And he just spilled. Yeah. Very good, that's Bill. Bill. Very no, good. Dude, oh, I'm have... sorry. Very good spill. She's yelling at me, dude. Yeah, that's Bill. No. And, and she's over there like, you can't keep it in your cup. Well, you, you can't, can't keep, keep the water in your you cup. You can't keep the water in your cup. <laughs> spill Burr, fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, Bill Burr, what? What happened we to Bill Burr? We know the time. What, Thank Bill you. Burr? What happened? Um, okay. We're at the Comedy Cellar. Mm-hmm. I'm a barker for the Boston Comedy Club, which is around the corner. So I'm not even in there. So right. I'm already like, I don't really know if this exists anymore. <laughs> now we sound like old men. Mm-hmm. But there was a time when people knew their place. Mm-hmm. Meaning I knew I was an open micer and I just kind of kept my mouth shut. Oh, dude, I've talked about this so much. Have you? Yes. People well, I can't you used wait. to kind of respect the Because it's it's a it's a system and it only works on belief. Yes. And the belief you pay into the system, right. meaning I will respect the older guys, and they will shit on me knowing that at some point I'll be there and there'll be a young guy that's respecting me. I don't know if we have the new infrastructure of the respecting It's chaos. Kids. It's just a pool swirling of, of comics that are just jumping in whenever they feel like it. And, you're, and some guy who's done one set can tr- just treat yes, you like shit. And yes, you know what I do when yes, they do that? Yes. I take it. I take yeah, it. Yeah, of course. There are some guys like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, great. I'll take yeah, that right off. Just I... spit on me. Hit me with it. I couldn't <laughs> oh care less anymore. Okay, but at this time, and this is basically what Crashing was about, that there's a time in your life when you just stand there quietly and meekly trying to shrink. I'm 6'6", six, six, so I'm literally trying yeah. to be as small as I can be. Watching the big kids talk. There's Patrice. There's, uh, it was probably Patrice. Bobby. And, uh, yeah. Colin. Colin. Exactly. And there's uh, Burr. Yep. When we're we're out front. And what did I say? I don't remember what I said. Shouldn't have said it. (laughs) There's no doubt in my mind, whatever you said, you shouldn't have said it. I don't care what it was. Hey, did someone order a chicken sandwich? It doesn't matter what the fuck it was. You know you shouldn't have said it. You guys can't see us, but I dropped my mic. I surrendered. You shouldn't have said it. And you know that. It was something dumb. Yes. Literally dumb, though. Like, I don't know what the Suez Canal is or something like that. But it was about Bill. It was to Bill. I was trying to be funny. And Bill looks at me like I'm insane. (laughs) And then he starts trying to tell the other guys. He goes, dude, this guy just said that the Suez... And then they weren't listening. So then he waited for them to stop. I mean like five, six, seven minutes. This is a beautiful moment. Which means I'm waiting too. (laughs) Waiting for your beating? I'm also, I'm staying. With your head down like a dog? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm in line for my own humiliation. Yes. Way before I appreciated them. Stay, Pete, stay, wait. And he and I are standing there not talking knowing that as soon as that conversation comes down, he's going to reignite it with breaking my balls and making fun of me. And I stayed for it. And if I'm being honest, I was happy to be a part of the group. It was worth it. It was worth it. Because those, he was talking about those are me. real. Those are those feel fun because it's Bill knows you and Bill's including you in the And by the way, like Mo Sislak, Mo on The Simpsons reading to you know needy children. Yeah. That's Burr. That is. He's a sweet guy. Yeah. He was including me. It was him who told me to go to the Boston. Right. I opened for him in Chicago. I, actually, you might know. Where were we? Oh, we were at uh, Cedar Rapids. Cedar Rapids. No, Peoria. Peoria. Peoria, Illinois. What were you doing? What was out there? It was a bar. It was like a bar. They turned. It was Brewster's. It was called Brewster's. Here was that. 
How long it ago? Probably would have been two thousand and three. Long time ago. Just for a just for a mental break, it is wild to think about. Peoria. Burr, Peoria, now Madison Square Garden, dude. I, got I just sometimes back, that, that hits me in the weirdest way. Where I'm like, I Jesus got back. Christ. So I knew I got so lucky. Dan Kaufman, my friend in Chicago, he's out here now, so he's still my friend. But like, he got me two gigs that he couldn't do. One was opening for Bill Burr. Wow. One was opening for Jim Gaffigan, and Good I became God. friends with both of them. Did, did so does he still do comedy? By the way, I believe so. Your buddy? I think he does more comic book art. He's sort of shifted into other media. More of an artist, yeah. But he's great, and I love him. He got me these gigs, and they both were incredibly fortuitous. Wow. And when I got back from, for some reason, I was in New York uh, doing a weekend with Bill. I said to Jim Gaffigan, I just I was just uh, middling on the road. And he's like, for who? And I go, Bill Burr. And I say it like, can you believe it? It's Bill Burr. And Jim Gaffigan goes, Billy Burr? Meaning, Bill was so new to headlining. Little Billy Burr, that's what he said. Little, he was saying, little was in parentheses. Right. It was understood. Little Billy Burr. And he called mm-hmm. him Billy. Yeah. Billy. Well, that's just Billy Burr. Spilly Burr. <laughs> but it wasn't that Bill wasn't funny. No. It was that he's going on the road. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing weekends. And Jim was sort of new to doing weekends. I did the Cleveland Improv with Jim. Wow. These are like some two of the biggest comedians in the world. Yeah. And there was a time where one of them thought it was absurd that the other one could <laughs> sell 200 tickets in Peoria. F that. Maybe 100. That was it done. was probably 150. Yeah, that, that Eddie from the Improv used one to One of the that. nights was in the small room. The, the, the side room next to it? No, in Brewster's, mm-hmm. in Peoria, there was the big room. Mm-hmm. You can find a video of me. It's called Pete Holmes Bombing. Comments have been disabled because I thought people wouldn't get it. <laughs> but it's a video of me bombing that yeah. I put up. Uh-huh. That's, in, that's in the big room. And then Late Show Friday, I think, was in the small room. I loved it. I did so much better. You're proud of the bomb? I'm not proud of the bomb. It's actually a terrible video. Why do you keep it up? Oh, I think it's funny. I edit it funny. Oh, that's nice. Like I make it, I make it a joke, but it's a real bomb. Can I talk about a bombing that no one talks about anymore? I'd love to hear it. This isn't like anything against him. I don't know him at all. But we, there's one comic who who had a set removed from television history. I know who this is, and I love this man. Yeah, I don't know him, but I never even saw the set, you which is see, weird. You, you can see it. It's weird. It's like people trade in like rare. It's like this NFTs. Is NFTs. It's yeah. an NFT. How, how dope. It's that's like Pokemon cars and bombing on late night. You could do... That's actually pretty brilliant. Mm. Videos that have been scrubbed. That's an NFT. Oh, yeah. You could frame a YouTube. And I, I, we're talking about Rob. Yeah. I don't think... It, he knows that that video is taken off. The story I heard about that set... And Rob, if you hear this, I really do love you. And I, I've never seen the set. Because people seen, talk to... It's I've, like lore I've for seen, some reason now. It's funny. There are... there. It's like... I feel like you, just like a Star Wars movie, you have to go into like a weird neighborhood on on Tituba, which is actually the name of the the woman that started the witch trials in Salem. You have to go to Tituba and go to like a back room where they have like weird goggles and 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 here's like a lightsaber with nine handles and there's the DVD of this set. So I feel like you could find it, but like. Here's what I heard about the set that really shifted how I saw it. Mm. I heard he was going to do panel. And then at the last minute, they had to shift it. And they were like, we can either bump you from the show or you can do your panel as uh-huh. stand-up. And he did a stand-up. And if you watch the set, I really think that's what happened. Because it sounds like a panel it set. It sounds like had he done it with panel, 
it would have killed his panel. But when you're just doing it as stand-up, you sort of realize, and you can see him realizing in real time, like, oh, no, without someone to bounce this off of, it's not as fun. Oh, that's interesting. Because it wasn't like, it was like colorful, interesting stories, but it wasn't like, and that, that was a hard crowd anyway. Well, the I, crowd I just, I never knew, crowd. I don't know him. I, I do like a lot of the stuff he's made, actually. I like his show. I think, I think Castrophy's good. Yeah. And so, but I do remember hearing about it, and I was like, why was, this is, comics are so fucking mean. We're the worst mean Well, that's what people. I mean. I don't get any joy out of the, like, no, but, Here, but comics just love the idea that it wasn't them who had this thing happen. Yeah, to it's them. like looking at a at an accident or so something. So bad. But comics yeah. are we're particularly more evil with that than I think normal people are. I agree. We get off comics get off on the idea that like if any comic gets canceled or anybody gets in trouble of any kind, of any kind, comics are the first ones to just be like eh, like foaming at the mouth to yeah. like say shit. Which the pi- I never the, the pirate comics, the, the pi- comics yeah. that are like pirates. Yeah, the, and and you know who they are. You see the high seas. You're like, oh, I see these guys on the boat you just waiting to fucking shoot seas. that cannon. I just, you I just don't. I never found seas. the joy in it. I never got off on shitting on other people. If it's because someone, it could have been you. That that's what I like about the panel thing. I right. can see the situation where they go, you can't do panel, but we want to keep you on the show. Why don't you just get up and do it? And like you, you say, by the way, you say yes. Yeah, you say yes. You just say when somebody goes. I hate when someone goes, why would he do that? I, I hate that phrase. Yeah. When they talk about someone's work and they go, why would he or she do that? It's like, yeah. you would say yes, yeah. you asshole. We all say yes. That's right. Stop well, pretending like you wouldn't say yes. That's right. I'd say yes. When I scroll through Instagram, I was just talking to somebody about, I was talking to Jay about this. It's so embarrassing to watch my mind. And no matter what someone did, I, there's a part of me that's like, I, I, I would do that. I'd do that. <laughs> why didn't I do that? Yeah. I was like, it could be a part for a, a woman. I should have done that. There are part. There are some parts for women that you should have done. There's a few that I see over the years. I go Pete Holmes. Sometimes I say it right as it starts. It brings on like a great talented actress. I go Pete Holmes. Oh my should have been Pete. Well, Hillary Swank. We have the same mouth. Yeah. Well, fi- I got that Swank. Uh, Phoebe. Mouth. Phoebe. Uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Phoebe Waller Bridge. Phoebe Waller Bridge. Who that? From Fleabag. Oh yeah. The moment she came on the screen. That should be Pete. Pete Holmes. She did a show called Crashing. I know, but that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's talk about this. This is—I inter- think this is interesting. What, did Side you note: something? That's one of the best shows I've ever seen in my entire Feedback? life. In my entire life, I know and one of the most well-executed original visions I've ever seen on TV. Completely agree, and one of the best openings to a show of all ever, time. ever. I think whatever you whoever, watch that, and you're just like, "What am I doing?" But see, that's when I go when the business gives. Sometimes the business gives somebody everything, and that I don't understand really why it works. Because I'm—I don't understand their their business side of it. But when I see her and that thing, I go. Let her do the thing. Let give yeah. her give her a fucking huge check and go make stuff. Yeah, and then just give it to us when you want to give it like to us. Like a grant. Yeah, yeah, give, yeah. An art yeah. like an artist grant. Yeah, just she make, should get a grant. Make stuff and then we'll see you when and it's I ready. Think she did get a grant, meaning well, you get an overall or something. And no, I don't mean she actually got a grant. But I was in a bookstore and I saw they had the Fleabag scripts like just for sale. Really? Or some book about Fleabag? Oh. And I was like, okay, so she's doing fine. I don't say this with jealousy. I'm like, there's no crashing book. Like once you break a certain membrane, mm. then you go, she's fine. Yeah. Like that's the real genius of her stopping after two series. Like we would, you and I, I think would just be like, 12. let's keep going. Can we get 12 out of this? But yeah. That's a smart person that goes, no, I'm minted. Yeah. You know, those people that like, like Uma Thurman. 
Mm. You know, you, I'm only going to do one movie every 12 years because, because I'm, I'm good. Thurman. Because I'm very good. But I'm very good. Yeah. Or uh, Me and you are like, I'll do seven movies exactly. a year just to bust it out. Exactly. Because we're, we're fine yeah, enough. I'm not Vigo Mortensen. Not He's anymore. another one of those guys that's just like... Well, you could have taken a lot of Vigo's roles. I wish I, wish I was with those hobbits. <laughs> they would have looked so small. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody's like, what are they, one foot one? They wouldn't have had to use special effects. No, no. Just put me next to Elijah Wood. He's going to look like a hobbit. <laughs> Elijah Wood listening right now, slamming his coffee on his coffee table. <laughs> Fuck you, Pete Holmes. It's a tiny coffee table, the- though. It's like a child's record. This cup's this big. <laughs> you know what we've just stumbled into? Mm. It's so hard these days. I, I hate to be a guy that's calling out these days, but like to find Elijah Wood and all I saw were green lights, my whole inner dashboard, like a pilot's <laughs> cockpit. Yeah. I can do this. Good to go. Good to go. I can good to go. Good to go. Good to go. on Elijah Wood. Right. I can call him small. It's Easy. okay. That's it. It's inbound. Yeah. Right now. It's so weird to think I've been doing this podcast long enough. Mm-hmm. That there were times when it's like any topic, you'd just be like, bing, 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 bing. "Go for it, baby, go!" And now you see, big, big, boom, boom, yeah. boom. You're like, "Is that no?" Oh, we'll, you'll have two nights later. Like, Katie, can you find when I? What was the most absurd thing I edited out recently? I'm trying to. Wasn't there one where I was like, "Yep, I made a. I called. Uh, I feel like this is inbounds to say it as an example." But we were talking about... This is like when you say the N-word when you sing a rap song? Yes. Yeah. I was just saying it, but in... No, no, (laughs) no. 100% Leave it in, Katie. Leave that in. 100% fake. That was a yes and. And this example was a yes and. Somebody was talking about octopus, and then they were talking about dreadlocks, and I just very off-cuff went, octopus is the... Dreadlocks is the octopus of haircuts. Mm. And I now I want to edit it out again. But wait. When I, when I think about it, no, no, no. Katie's noting the time. I know, but let's be real here. You weren't making a racial slight. I immediately went, white people have dreadlocks. Like, I had to do, do. all the things. They do. Many, many, many people have dreadlocks. Lots it's not, of people. It's not, and it's fair. If you were in a Pixar world and you had, like, a dreadlocked kind of character, and mm. but it's a world where people have animal animals on their bodies and you put a squid on their head that would be creative somehow that's offensive now (laughs) somehow i'm more offended by what you just said than what you said before i don't even know how but it worked you know what it is it's uh pirates of the caribbean it's jeffrey rush caribbean (laughs) pick up the fucking mic i'll give you mine i'll give you my octopus dreadlocks ready what is caribbean it's the caribbean not the caribbean it's the caribbean (laughs) it's never been it's never been the Caribbean. It's the Caribbean. It always has been. And Johnny Depp, sue me. You know? Wait, he says Caribbean? It's because of him they called it that. Wait. They used to, it was going to be called this Pirates of... This is one of your wind-ups. This is, this but is a... <laughs> I'm getting better. I'm getting this close to a real-time appreciation. Like, I want you to call it Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> there is a Robin Williams kind of like, oh, yes, I'm a pirate now. He, a... is, he is very much... Yes. Yeah, he's had that twerky... It's almost... Yes. Uh, it's be- it is beautiful to capture. Time out. Let me give you my yeah. dreadlock octopus. Okay. I was stoned and... I was watching um, fuck, super old Morgan Freeman movie. Why can't I remember the name? Deep Impact. No, no, no. Um, Shawshank. No, no, no. Older than, much older Driving than Driving Miss Daisy. Yes, Driving Miss Daisy. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't you it. You just were bound to the rule of three that you yeah, were like, I had to say yes on three. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this, this, this guy's not going to get three wrong. 
whatever. I saw Morgan Freeman, and they had a beautiful close close up of was his it, face. Was it? I haven't seen Roots in a very long. time. No, it was, was not it Roots. That that one would have stood out. Yeah, but I. Anyway, they had a close up of his face, and I was stoned, and this was a thought mm-hmm. that I tweeted, I think. But I said, Morgan Freeman's cheeks kind of look like Cookie Crisp <laughs> because it, he's got these like little I'm skin laughing. tags. Yes, I know. And I was and and Cookie I'm Crisp. I was like, it looks but delicious and chocolatey and yes. wonderful. But then immediately I was like, well, that's going to be taken as a racist. I, comment even though nothing inside of it i was i so tickled because what it did was mm-hmm. it made me imagine a man with, with cookie, cookie crisp, crisp cheeks that's what i did and but there was another level of joy which was what the laugh was <laughs> was you made me remember what cookie crisp looks that's like. why i tweeted about it it's like kind of airy there's like like holes in it and yeah it's it's holy it's it it's, does look like Human skin. skin tags, like look, skin, and, yeah. it, and the and the, and the, and the chip, <laughs> let's not even call them chips. The shavings, shavings, the mistake, nooks, the the uh, coincidental chocolate uh, uh, fallings, falling, fallings, almost like they've caught them. Yes, but, looked like. But skin. of course, I then deleted it because I thought that's just going to be taken. So, but I, back to your point, what are we even doing? I don't know. Why even tweet it? Like a tweet is. Look at me. Listen to me. Listen Look at me. me. I have stuff that you need to hear. That's why Bo's bit. Can anyone shut the fuck up for ten minutes? Can anyone shut the fuck up? No. And I was like, no. That's why all of it. Okay, so back to the Conan thing. Yeah. I posted a photo of I me saw. and Conan. I disliked it. <laughs> Just a samurai in the house. <laughs> and I just have logs of salami <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> and you just keep free ninjing them. them. Yeah. <laughs> I know I switched to ninjas, but that's a real but Yours life. was meaningful. Okay, yes. To be to be very I honest. I am deeply grateful. Yes. Everything we're in my office, everything here is from Conan. Yeah. Uh, this is the backdrop for my show. It changed my life. I I'm see it. I see, very uh, proud of it. Yeah. You can have a what Andrew Santino wants one of my mugs, but those are the mugs from the show. You're welcome. I, to I collect mugs. Do you? Yeah, I do. This is a bit. No, Marin, Marin didn't. Marin goes. Do you even want a mug? And I said, I'd like a mug. Well, you can have one of those mugs. I'm serious. And then I got to the car, and I'm not kidding. I was like, I grab one of those mugs. And he was like, Oh shit, you want? Yeah. Like I, he thought wow. I may have just been being polite. Yeah. No, but I have all over my office. I have mugs that people have given me from stuff. I think if I, I, I don't, <laughs> I wouldn't have even have to like myself as much as I like myself if I was mildly interested. Mm-hmm. A, a, a mug from that was used on the show. That's a fun mug. I think it's nice. It's a fun mug. It's a. Th- it's, it's a, a time. It's a great. Get, it's a little nice memento of like, oh, that's a cool. And by the way, Preach. I may use it someday. I use it and I love it. Yeah. And my my rap gift season one, it's it's called the Pete Holmes Show. I gave everybody a mug, but I wrote their name, so I hand wrote everybody's name on the oh. entire crew. And so it's like the so it said the Nick Bernstein Show oh. and the Oren Brimmer Show and the Shelby Farrow Show. It's a every, little it's a little condescending, but I get it. Yeah. A piece of it's going. You're never going to have a show, pal. But here's a mug That's, that might make you I feel like hear it. That I never. No, I'm kidding. That. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but it, it could have been construed that way. But it was so earnest. No, that, it's like, sweet. It hopefully that coded any of that potential. It's it's sweet. I'm teasing you. You get a mug, but I posted it. But like, dude, I'm gonna call it ninety ninety ten. Because if I really want to express my gratitude to Conan, you text him yourself. Text him. Yeah, what am I doing? Him. You're going. 
my friend. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm talking to myself. Shut the fuck up. Mm. And all of us. But here's the deal. It's not just when Conan's retiring. Every photo. Aren't I special? Aren't I good? Yeah. Aren't I beautiful? Even if you're posting a photo of you looking like shit and just being like, it's one of those days. You're just, we're all just putting our but hand But let me give out. you the Pete. Will you give me what I need? Let That's- me give you the positive Pete spin on Get it. Get it. Because in- interestingly enough, I went through the moment of going, fuck all these people fucking putting up Conan. But, like, but isn't that part of why we're doing it too? Of course. To upset other people. But I, then, I am ashamed to admit that there might have been part of me to be like, I don't want to be left out. And by doing that, by putting myself in the in-group, I'm making it worse for the outcome. Well, here's what I said. I said, well, I'm not going to post anything about the, the time I did Conan because it wasn't enough to post about in my head. And at first I said, fuck all these people that po- posted about Conan. It's so annoying. Like, shut up. And then a couple of days went by and I said, you know what? No, this is good because all it's really doing is giving Conan more talk or attention to the idea of Conan's send off and it's nice to say goodbye and it's nice for him to feel love from a community even though he knows it even though it's obvious it's cool i had the same it's cool to feel the rhythm of a nice you know it's like a fucking tip of the hat like yep he deserves it so it's like i, That's I, I why, turned and around I'm, and i'm tagging him i'm hoping that he has access to that account and he, he doesn't can see it he got it taken away from him a couple years ago because of what happened that is so good i'm, <laughs> I'm in the real time now i'm in the real time but you know what it reminds me of is the movie This is the End, where Jonah and Seth and wh- whoever else it is, they're sitting around talking about their good people. Jay Baruchel, right? Yeah, Jay Baruchel, yeah. the great – one of my favorite episodes of this podcast, by the way. If you want me to get him. If you guys it. want to stop this podcast right now and jump over to Jay Baruchel, <laughs> F264. It's too hard. <laughs> I find the iTunes – you type in Jay Baruchel, it'll say, here's the Pete Holmes Jay Baruchel. You hit it, and then it just takes you to the page of – Take you to Jay of- Baruchel's IMDB or something. And you're like, why am I looking at his <laughs> Like if his I bio. search for a guest and then you hit it, it doesn't always take you to it. It just takes you to the show. Yep. And now you're scrolling through 400 looking for Jay Baruchel. But, and you're like, fuck it. I'll listen to the first one. Right. I'll just listen to anything else. I'll listen just as long as I'm not scrolling. What, what am I, an archivist? <laughs> what do I work? <laughs> you just sit down with a pot of coffee. You ever have to look for a very specific photo and you feel like oh. an archivist? You're like, do I work at the Pentagon? <laughs> I'm looking for a needle in a haystack just to text my dad a funny picture. Who asked for this photo of the dog farting? Who asked for that? Mom? Dad? I will say that's the great thing about uh, one of the perks, I guess, of, of being a public person is when I wanted to post a Conan fo- photo, I just Googled it. And it existed. I just wrote Conan and films, and I found I had never seen that photo before. That's nice. I was like, that's fun. See, that's and nice. And here's... By the way, that is, would have been funny to post if you said, I didn't even have to pull this out of my phone. This I was Googled just on it Google. because of you. Mm-hmm. Because of you. Because of you, Conan. I... I've said this a million times. I really want to win an award so I can thank Conan. And even though he'll have nothing to do with that show, just that lineage. That's very cool. That respect. I don't want to win an award ever. I love it. Tell and me I won't. I disagree. Let me give you a little Pete Holmes positive. I'm like, if you were a stock, I know you're already doing great. So don't I'm feel doing okay. I think you're doing great. You're on Dave. It's okay. I'm doing okay. You have two albums. I'm doing okay. You did Conan once. Yep. Okay, that's it. And uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, uh, no, no. I'm like, but if you were a stock, I would buy Andrew Sanders. Buy low. Stock. Buy low. No, not buy low. You're, you're, buying low was the people that have loved you since your Chicago days. Yeah. I'm buying in the middle. But um, I'm just saying, I really feel like you're on a launch pad and it's about to happen. I appreciate it. In a big way. I, I mean, just... in, the, in the Andrew Santino mug. Well, you how about your this? own mug. Would you say it would be rude? Mm. For me to not show up to a thing if I got an award, 
No, because you're what's that guy? The guy from Shape of Water who played the bad guy. Yeah. He doesn't go to the Oscars and he wins and it, and people post a photo of him watching from a bar. King. I just think King. But but it's a thin line, dude. There's a thin line between asshole or um you know, uh uh what's the word I'm looking for of like someone that was just like larger than like Bill Murray in a sense where you're like, yeah. "Oh, he can just do it." Yeah. But it you have to earn it. But that. it's not a power move. That's why it's brilliant. What's that guy's name? Do any of us know Shape of Water bad I know. guy? No, why can't I think of his name? I Great know actor. I see his face and Great my, actor. This is why we don't we don't know his name. He doesn't go to the award shows. Hilarious. He watched from a bar. I felt like that was the right middle ground. He's like, I'm watching. I'm appreciative that the film won Best Picture and I won Best Supporting or whatever Mike it was. Shannon. Mike Shannon. Michael Shannon. Just a great... I, I won't even say underrated. I feel like the no, he's rated. caught up. He's rated. He had, he's uh, rated. I think he had a 4.6 on IMDb here. Ooh, child. <laughs> he's that rated. Good. That is good. But that is... Look, I'm watching, but I don't want to go. Like, <clears throat> I just don't like the idea of them. I think they're extremely unnecessary... And for an industry that's built by, or at least from a you know from a dominant standpoint, is by very far left liberal leaning people who are supposed to be the people of the people, but yet we do this like rich award show where we show off stuff is a little strange. I've been trying to do a bit for years, yeah. Where I'm like, I can't believe we love actors. I'm talking about the country, yeah. And it's like George Clooney. Forgive me, everybody. I know you've heard this, but I'm giving it to Andrew to see if he makes it funnier. <laughs> George Clooney puts on a white coat and pretends to be a dentist. Mm-hmm. We give him $70 million. <laughs> Dentists <laughs> go and watch that and love it. Love it. That love it. is what comedy is. Yes. That you're like, he's pretending to be me. <laughs> he's pre- Oh, look at his shitty car. He has a Hyundai or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Bravo! Brilliant. And you know he flew private or he drove that special car that he was promoting, that three-wheel car. <laughs> yeah, It would end traffic. It's just so funny. Like, there's a real suspension of disbelief that we think that, like, celebrities are just like us. I've always thought it would be funny to do a segment with celebrities. They're nothing like you. How could they be like you? They're nothing like you. Yeah, you work at the lab. You work at the – you do, like you – st- you, you work inside of a lab – you're doing technical shit all day. The celebrity is had the celebrity had breakfast at noon. That's right. Uh, it's just is, so weird that I think it's been that way the whole time. Like in ancient Rome, the gladiators and all, all the yeah. all the celebrities and everyone loved them. And it's like they're the only ones that have the plague cure. <laughs> it's like, and why do why do you celebrate them? You should be uh, revolting. Yeah, they should overthrow Hollywood for sure. Hilarious. I would love to see it. I think I just am not. I'm just kind of against. The idea that we get on these big platforms, actors, and and I'm not including myself in that, but just like these very talented, famous actors, and they're like trying to save the planet with their rhetoric, and also at the same time be like, I just, I also want my trophy and recognition, and you're like, that's such a strange dichotomy, yeah. two things that I don't think should belong in the same room. Yeah, I hear and that. I'm not trying to say it from a, that can be misconstrued as like, shut up and play basketball. That you know that whole rhetoric of like. Sure. You don't allow to have an opinion. You're an athlete, or you're just an actor. I'm saying it's weird for these things to happen simultaneously because at an award show, yeah, because award shows inherently are are kind of gross. Like it's just like showing. Oh, off. I agree. I remember when uh, TJ won some award, and he said he said something like, "Awards are for children." He's like, "You've seen Seinfeld's, right?" No. He oh, did the, he the goes, American comedian. Yeah. Well, no. He goes, "What? What?" He's like. Uh, 
you woke up, they put you in clothes, and then they made you say words that someone else wrote. It's like, give this man a trophy. He pretends to be Bob Johnson. Yeah. And it was this whole bit about like... He, he goes, lights, camera, say, say what, what we, we said, told you to say. say. Yeah. yeah. It's just that idea is kind of... It's so true. that it's I like, hear that, but it's also like, as someone who cast a show, yeah. I'll watch 50 people say what I told them to say, and 49.5 of them will suck And ass. one of them is... And one of them is like, I don't know why, but I'm crying. But, but does the one deserve a trophy? Here's what the trophies are, because mm. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't get it. It goes back to Burr. It goes back to the... So show business is just like anything, is a system built on belief. Yeah. We'll believe that the best actors get the thing, and we pay into that belief to create meaning. You're right. I'm not trying to... That's not that deep. It's a meaning-making structure. It's all a bunch of leaky buckets that catch one another, and you zoom out and you go, that's show business. So it's all bullshit right. in the way that everything is bullshit. Totally. But the awards are an advertisement for movies that you might not have seen that were excellent. And if Leonardo DiCaprio gets up and talks about saving the planet, this is just the other side. Yeah. He knows, what is it, 70 million people are watching? Yeah. If like 0.05% like make a donation. It works. It's huge. It does. I've thought about winning an award and, and thanking a metaphor for a mystery that absolutely transcends categories of human thought, including being and non-being, because that's the definition of God that I like. I yep. thought it would be funny to say, I don't want to say thank God, I'll say I want to thank a metaphor for a mystery that absolutely transcends all categories of human thought, including being and non-being, because if I had heard that watching the Oscars or the whatever it is, it would have changed my life. Because you would have looked into it. I, I've again. I don't know. I've. I don't really want to win an award as much as I think I just enjoy fantasizing about what would you say if seventy million people are thinking. See, I'm the opposite. Ah, that's pure pain. I don't want seventy million people to see me say anything. I just. I would say listen to Alan Watts. I'd say listen to Ram Dass. I'd say listen to Eckhart Tolle. Okay. I'd say listen to Byron Katie. You'd give them some advice about life. Which, as you say that, are we back to the mug? Is that condescending? But like, here's the deal, dude. <laughs> I'm an advice guy. I remember yeah. people that gave me Andy Haynes. One I love time, Andy. I love Andy too. Yeah, he he saw me. We got he he was opening for me, and we were at the airport together. And I got a cup of tea, and it was really hot. And he goes, "I'd I'd rock that with the lid off for a while, bro." Okay, some people might be like, what do you think, I'm a child? Mm. I, I accept that as love. I'm like, thank you. Like, anytime, if you want to get in my everyday consciousness, yeah. give me a tip. Give okay. me a tip on how to this or that or this, how to blah, blah, blah. Clean so, your sauna. How to clean my sauna. Just get a bag in here and yeah. put all this Real easy. In there. <laughs> it's almost too easy. But then you're right. So I'm the guy that when Duncan Trussell told me about Ramdas, I'm like, why didn't anyone fucking tell me about Ramdas? Turns out a lot of people knew about Ramdas and they didn't tell me why. Because I think most people are working under the assumption that people are feel condescended to if you give them advice. Right, but also I think many people work under the assumption that everybody already knows that. You know how we don't know anything, but we're all pretending, and then sometimes you find out by way of, and then you're lucky enough to have heard it before. So you go, yeah, you don't know that you have to do that, and you get to say that to somebody else. Andrew, yeah. I just, we were watching uh, The Crown last night mm. and the Suez Canal, it was talking about the Suez Canal. <laughs> and I was like, I want to write a bit called Here Are Things I Don't Know What They Are, But I Pretend. <laughs> the Suez Canal. Look at me. No idea. <laughs> Literally none. Zero. And it was just in the news. Nope. Doesn't Wasn't matter. it? No idea. It was just in the news. Can I give you a bad guess? Yeah. 
It's a canal between Suez. Suez and Ruez. I'm sure Ruez and Suez have to be the dividing places. <laughs> and what you just said, what mm-hmm. a synchronicity, because it's pulled right from the collective unconscious that we both have access to, apparently. Mm-hmm. Just like a blue-purple cloud of information mm-hmm. that struck us both with the same lightning, because I swear to God, I was like, all I want to do is, is talk about how we're pretending. Yep. And then you know that with context clues, by the time it gets to you, you'll be able to fake it. Let's do this. Let's talk. Let's go back and forth, and let's see how many things we can name that we don't know that we've pretended to know. I want. I really want to do well at this. I'm a little worried I won't be able to think of them. You'll be good. Yeah. What do you mean? You'll be fine. Okay. Um, uh, the difference between Congress and the Senate. I don't know. <laughs> I swear to God in my life, I don't know. <laughs> nope. Nope. I know what they are. I just learned what escrow is. That was something I had been pretending. It's in, an, it's in real an estate? Escrow. In re- an, yeah, oh, when the house escrow. is in escrow. Yeah. Okay, I know that only because I experienced it. Well, that's why I know what it is. But so right, though, because you is. get to hold that now to go, yeah. when somebody goes, I don't know what escrow, and then you go, what do you mean you don't know what escrow is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason you're allowed to do that is because you've lived it. Yeah. But before that. Same with a VIN number. What's the VIN? What's the VIN of your car? On your car? car? Where is it? Um, it's on the windshield. In the windshield. Yeah, in, in the nowhere. I do know that. We knew that because we didn't know it, and I didn't know it. I bought my first car when I came And a out woman here. at the DMV talked so condescendingly and, and goes, told you where what's your VIN? Yeah, and you what, go, oh, I don't, how do I find it? Your Online? Vin. Your VIN. It's in your fucking windshield, you asshole. And then you go out there and you go, I know, I just meant. So the car has two license plates now? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking thing is so special, it needs two codes? It gets the windshield? And it gets the, the fucking there's windshield? a baked in one? <laughs> and they're not the same number? Why? My baby has one number. Yeah, Social one. Security, baby. baby. Yeah, I had to prove it in case someone was like, "You numbered your baby." <laughs> yeah, it's fourteen for some yeah. reason. Okay, let's go. Here, are things that we don't know what they are. You, 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 you are Proust. Marcel Proust. Proust. See? Wait, hold on. Give me a shot. All right, Marcel Proust. I mean, it's like Proust, right? Uh, Pollyanna. Polly. You look like Pollyanna. We what? We got. I got stoned and watched. Uh, Is Pollyanna a person? Mm. What's Pollyanna? Oh my God! You look like Pollyanna right now. It's okay, Katie. Why are you embarrassed? See? The point is to not be embarrassed. You don't know either. No, see, we don't know. Me too. That's my point. We don't know. We're, I was watching Showgirls, a movie written by a coconut, and it had a line I didn't understand. But Val is so dope. I just go, I don't know what Pollyanna is, and I, I'm sure the whole movie is like it's an analogy. It's a it's a simile for assembly. See. And I don't know what those are either. I know what a metaphor is. Yeah. And, and I know and what a simile an is like is. or as. But an analogy is also like. Katie? Katie? This is. That, See, this is that, scary. That's scary. But this is what really gets scary for me. It gets into a place where then I start to tumble into a hole of, I don't, I'm pretty sure I don't know anything. Because I, because a lot of times I go, fuck, I don't really, I don't know how much. Well, I then. Really- you're, you're now we're seeing the holes in the pro, in the thing. It's it's a construct. So everything's a construct, and right. like we're we're agreeing on rules. Other talking apes made, right? And that's really dumb. That's why Spanish American War, great example. What do you know about it? What about the Spanish Inquisition? I know nothing. nothing. I assume those happened simi- at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You inquisit, then you rev- then you war, then you war. You inquire about war, and they go, "Let's war," and you war, and that's that's how it goes. <laughs> I can't find Lithuania on a map. It's where I'm from. No idea where that is. Yeah. So you know what my favorite thing to say is Eastern Europe. It's great. It encompasses almost everything over yes. there. Yeah, the whole before you had Asia. Yeah. When somebody goes, "Where is it?" and I go, "It's in Eastern Europe." I think what we're doing is we're holding on like Vin. 
So Vin is a humiliation. We both had the same experience. Yeah. Mine was probably a mechanic. Yours was a person. DMV. DMV. Now I was embarrassed. So there's adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And adrenaline is linked to memory. Right. That's why you can't forget a car accident. Right. Like it was, it was baked into you. It's also why if you're studying something and you dip your arm into ice water every 15 minutes, it'll help you remember what you're trying to learn. Is Isn't that, that weird? real? Yeah. Isn't that Holy fucking dope? Holy shit. Crazy. Because adrenaline. Right. Uh, and it's why we don't, I don't have to try to remember my stand-up. It's because it's adrenalized. It's been baked into me because that, of the experience. That I do love. Isn't that great? Yeah. Uh, I forget what I was going to say. Things are adrenalized, and mine was the vein, oh. and yours was... Oh, so we were embarrassed. So every human being seems to be embarrassed into remembering a certain number of facts, and then they feel like it's their job to go and then pass that humiliation on to other people. Well, but, you're, but here's, the, here's, the, uh, here's, the, here's the deal that we've made with society. Hit it. You can only do two things. You can either use the knowledge that you've acquired in that in that moment, that baked in moment of like I was embarrassed by the DMV woman, but it was kind of funny the way she said it because she did call me a stupid asshole because I was a little, I was a little rude about the way I was like, where the fuck is the VIN? She goes in your windshield, stupid asshole. Like I was being rude. I guess I probably deserved it. Um, but you, I can either be rude about that, right? There's, I can either be the person that goes when somebody goes, where's your VIN, and I can be like, it's in your window, you fucking idiot. Yeah. I can, or. I can do the other way, which is go, oh, you know what? It's in the windshield. I was at the fucking DMV, and then I reshare that moment, and it's funny yep, to us. Yep. So there's only two ways. You can either just do it take with love it light or fear. Or just fear That's and it. go, it's in your window, dummy. I was at dinner with my brother, and I had the feeling that my brother didn't know how to do a QR code, and it's not a big deal. By, by the way, all weekend long with my fucking parents, every restaurant – I don't know why their phone's cameras can't just get it. Can't get it. It can't get it. Sometimes you got to tap it. There can be no glare on it. They don't understand that. But this is one of it, – my brother's just not a very tech person. Sure. He's, he's sort of was a late holdout to an iPhone. And that was a beautiful moment where what I did was I told a story about how – and this is true – how I had just figured out how to do a QR code. Mm-hmm. But I could have been like, come on, dude, you just fucking point the camera at it. Like, what did you do? That's choice A. Right. But it actually felt really beautiful to just be like, I didn't know you just point your camera at it because he's my big brother. I'm and not he, supposed to know things he doesn't Well, you don't know. need to be a dick about it either because the big brother then goes, you know, Pete, ever since you got a little bit of love. That's so funny. You become this point the camera at it kind yeah, of guy. Exactly. And that becomes a new well, narrative. You now. mask it in. Here's a funny story about how I just figured out. And you couch yeah, in the story, yeah. how to do it. That, I, and I'll be honest, I do too much of A. I need to learn to be better at doing B. I'm trying to be better at not, you know, sometimes someone will ask me something and I'll give them the A version. Because which is you've like, been given so many A versions. Right. Yeah. So you're like, that's what it is, dude. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> well, dude, what, dude. Dude is very contagious for me. I catch dude a lot. Yeah, don't you don't need to say anymore, dude. No, but I like it. But yeah, dude, it feels good, but it also feels a little duty. But do anybody can be dudes? I love calling a lady dude. Well, ladies are more dude to me than dudes are dudes. Yeah, real dude stuff. I think I think chicks do more dude stuff than dudes do now. Like I think chicks are more dude cool than dudes ever thought they were. Dude, chicks' fashion is always dude more duder than ours. Look at what you wear. You're not a dude. Look at me. This is boring. Look at what you wear. Look at that fucking dude over there. That's a dude. He's fucking dude. kicking it. Hanging salmon. out. Salmon. Salmon. Colored. You're not that's wearing salmon. salmon. I'm not wearing salmon. You're wearing, salmon. You're wearing fucking forest green, you safe I know. bitch. I know. And look and at this. Look at this blue so I can blend into nothing. Hilarious. Blue and black. I, that's what I would wear. You know why? This hmm. isn't a bit. I'm colorblind. So I'm always wearing what you're wearing. 
Do you know what color your shirt is? I sure do, but like it's probably a different experience for you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Looking at it, I hope it is. <laughs> I uh but somebody my, one of my doctors said that. They were like, "This is why you dress the way you do." Because I'm always wearing black and dark blue. Oh, that's interesting. Like, cause, I, cause I, color... love, I just like these colors. Yeah, you think you do. Well, I'd get a test. Can I tell you what it is? Mm. I have a... Batman complex? Batman complex. <laughs> and I wanted to be Bruce Wayne more than anything on Earth. What? It, oh, my God. So many little boys actually just want to be Bruce Wayne. They D- don't want to be Didn't want to be Batman. No, because Bruce... You did. Wait, I, you really did? I wanted did? to be Bruce. That's brilliant. That's a bet. I wanted to be Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I ne- you know what's funny? I didn't, but this is a good fun bit. It's a fun I never bit. wanted to be Batman because so much work. And waiting. They cut out the waiting. He's hanging out. He's lingering. By the way, what just Batman side footage of him taking a piss, just having to go piss somewhere. He's always got to pee on the go. He's saving someone's life. You think he's not going to stop in a restroom. Or does the suit incorporate it? And Alfred couldn't. We talked about it for hours and hours. He couldn't do it. Master Wayne, I couldn't get the pisser inside. As someone who's mined the world of Batman, we did 10 videos. I never considered just like, what is he doing? He's got to take a shit. What's he got to take? He's got to eat food. These guys never get to eat food. You know there's a sandwich on that belt. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine he hits the wrong and a sandwich just flies (laughs) out. You're going downtown and it's just a sandwich. Wrong button. But that's why the that's why the mouth is open. Wrong button. Why did the voice get so ridiculous? Uh Christian I actually know a little bit about this. Christian Bale was the only one who in his audition did a Batman and Bruce Wayne voice. And they did the auditions, the camera tests mm. in the Clooney outfit, and it looks ridiculous. Because because Michael Keaton to me still is Batman. I know I'm I know I'm very I know I am the odd man out, but I don't think you are. No, many, many people say it's foolish, but I still love the you Tim Burton one. You know what the consensus one. is? Hmm. Affleck, Bale, Keaton is the consensus, is the top three. Affleck. I gotta go. I can't even stand for might, this bullshit. You mic dropped. You really think it's Ben Affleck? Oh, no, I'm not, not you. People? This isn't me. People say Ben Affleck. People, because I'm a Batman, loosely, I get at people adding me, showing me the the polls. And I don't mean like a Twitter poll. I mean Affleck. like- they took a lot of people. And Affleck, Affleck Chris, uh, Keaton, Bale. I believe it's Affleck, Bale, Bale Keaton. Keaton. Mine would go Keaton, Clooney. Clooney? Keaton. <laughs> You're doing a comedy bit. I am. Because Clooney, nobody likes Clooney. Nobody likes Clooney. Clooney didn't like Clooney. I would say it was Keaton, Bale, for sure, and then nothing else exists. I think those are the only two that really made me feel like... When I was a kid, Michael Keaton... Batman was the only movie I, I loved in the superhero world as I, much as I did. Well, how old are you? 37. How old, 37. How old are you? <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> it's such a weird question. How old are you? How old are you? <laughs> Why do you want to know? doesn't matter. How old are you? How many years have you had a little life? <laughs> I don't know why that struck me as 10 out of 10 instant tears to the eyes oh, funny. How old are you? <laughs> I am dying. 37. Wait, 37. How old I are just you? Wanted, I'm 42. I just wanted to put us because my Batman experience, it was the first thing I owned on VHS. Me too. And I watched it over and over and Same. over and over. And 1989, over. yeah? Yeah. 
89. So, so I was 10. I was six. six. I was six. And of course, everybody knows it's not the year it comes out, the ensuing years, the, the years after. So around that same age, when I was eight or whatever, it became an obsession with yeah. Batman. I yeah. was obsessed. I had the book. I had the comic book. I had the car. I had the little toys. I had I everything. Needed it. needed it. And I could watch it in the basement. There was a VCR in the basement. And of I course, it was a, yeah, we had VCR. two VCRs in the basement because the old one broke. Nice. Because my was sister- it like a- does it come yeah. out of the top? <laughs> I had one that was worse. It was like from the seventies, so you did eject, and like the whole tape compartment mm-hmm. would it would rise up, <laughs> and then you yeah. insert it in that, and then that was motorized because later. You could ask by sound which one did you have. Mine was and yours was. <laughs> it didn't eject it for you. You had to go fishing. Oh yeah, you had to, grab had to go it. in there and, and get the fear. What if it gets your hand? It could. Do you know, me and my sister used to do that all the time. My sister, if a tape got stuck in the VCR, I'd go, just get it out. And she'd go put her hand in there, and then I would, you know, like shake her or smack her to make her, and she'd be like, cut it out! The idea that the VCR could physically eat us. You're a guy with sisters. I knew it. It I have a little little sister. One sister. You have a lovely little sister. I get it. She's 30. I say that little. In my mind, she's very young, but she's 30. She's a grown-up. I met Mikel Keaton. He was at Largo. See, this is why it's great to do Largo. I know. I'd love to do it. I just... You haven't done it? You can do my Largo show. I'll do yours. You're not into it. No, I just... I've. You know how sometimes you're never invited to something, so you just don't try to go to that party anymore? Here's the thing, dude. Dude. You did it, not me. How old are you? (laughs) How old are you? How old are you? Can your show be called How Old Are You? (laughs) Everyone has to tell their age. Now you can change your Twitter name. I would change the How name of this you? podcast. Out. How old are you? <laughs> How old are you? Um, I know. Okay, I watched Polly Shore on Rogan, and he was talking about how what a bummer it is that he's in other mo- that he's in. He'll be in like Adam Sandler's movie, and he's like, "I miss it, dude. I miss being in a movie." I saw that, one. and I remember being like, "Stop telling people that." But then I was also like. Or is he just being honest? Very. What I'm, you know what I mean? Like, do I applaud you for being honest? Because that is how you feel. But I, it was so honest that it actually kind of made me recoil. Because mm. I was like, don't say that. Yeah. Like, keep that to yourself. It's too raw. It's too real. Um, but like, what you're saying and what Polly was saying is a constant radio station that I think we're all picking up on. Meaning, I want to be this spiritual guy that's like, I know I am who I am in the mystery, nothing more, nothing less. Right. Like we're all the same. It's all beautiful. It's all good. Great, Pete. That's my highest self. But my lowest self is like, please invite me to the party. Yeah. You we know what always I mean? want to be invited please to the party, invite man. Me to the party. But with with Largo, it just happened. And like meaning one day you'll just look up and you'll like I tried to trace back how I got in at Largo, which is like the greatest achievement of my career. I'm not just saying that. The fact that we're in there. It's huge. It's my favorite place. Right. It's my, I don't just mean because sometimes Michael Keaton is there. That's not even on my mind. Because Flanny, because the green room, because the comics, what, the culture, Because of what it is. And, the, and hanging there. We, we have our first show coming up. I don't know what it is. Plug it's the show. July. Largo-LA.com. You'll find it. It's called Pete Holmes Living at Largo. Uh, we're going to cry. Like Val and I, it's the only show she insists on coming. We stay to the end. We talk to Flanny for like two hours afterwards. It's our home. Yeah. I, I one time had a dream about a magical place. It was like a summer camp where everyone kills. And it's just you always do new stuff and it works. That's Largo. Yeah. I found it. It's yeah, no, best. that's it. But I tried to trace it back. How did this thing happen? It 
happen by guesting on Patton's show or Sarah's show. And then right. before you know it, Flanny's just like, let's try a show. And you're doing it. And, and here that's, we are all these it's, years later. That's, it's, uh, there's two things I'll get through fast. Um, and then I just want to do applaud your vulnerability. I, and, and then I have to... You have to go? Well, yeah. But I want to do two things fast about this. The irony of all this is like... Because we talked about this at the beginning with Jay Larson, and it kind of goes back to Jay Larson again. We're hitting him again. But it's also like... Jay was always kind of a part of that world a little bit too. Like he could dance in the whatever you whatever was called the alt world or the east side world and then also come into – then he would do like a set of the Laugh Factory. Yeah. And I've always kind of said that I never cared where I went. I just wanted to just go do comedy and I just figured it out. And the store became my home and I was a store guy and I am a store guy. And when I did east side rooms and made friends like guys like Andy Haynes or guys like Jake Wiseman or I did east side stuff, I still had really good relationships there. But I never tried to – and you know, in the East Side stuff or the alt stuff, you really have to be a part of the culture. You really do. You mm. can't just go kill and go home, which is Andrew Santino. I wanted to go do comedy and get the fuck out of there. I'm not a I'm not good at I'm not not that I'm not good. I don't enjoy it that much. Yeah. Unless I love you, I really like talking to you. Yeah. When I found you when we when we hung out, it's like I like you. I want to talk to you, but I don't know how much I want to um, try to embed myself in the culture. So Largo for me was like, you really have to make an effort to befriend and and sugar up to people. And you see people sugaring sometimes and you're like, that guy's fucking annoying. He sugars too much. And, yeah. Okay. So with the store or with our side of the comedy world, you didn't have to. It didn't matter. Right. You just had to go be good and that was it. What I think is interesting, though, is the way that... So when you, me, and Val were talking last time we did Supernova, yeah. that's just how it feels at Largo. Of course. And none of us were trying to do that. No. and that's, So I'm with you. But that's also our age and the business. When you're young, you really do have to work... Well, that's why you're at the right age to Largo. To just skip over there. You're ready to Largo. Well, so I'll give you the good Meaning example. Meaning you don't have to... I've never been at Largo going like, I want to get the fuck out of here, but I got to talk to this fucking guy. No, of course. And I don't feel that way at the store either. I just know my life now is just different where i'm just like it's harder for me to try to appease people anymore outside of just me doing stand i'm just like i just gotta do stand up and then i want to go home yeah um but i'll finish this by you know saying I mean, this I, I go on first at that show so i can leave me 100 percent. that's what i want to do every time but i don't i don't do the late show they're like when are you going up like, i'm like doing the late show no fast as i can no 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 i'll be stoned watching showgirls <laughs> when you're waiting for the late show to start so but but this will say this which I, means i won you did win <laughs> You won, and you learned what what means from showgirls. What? What did you learn from showgirls? How to eat French fries. What word did we learn from showgirls? Oh, uh, Pollyanna. Pollyanna, which means? I think it means... We still don't know. That's the best part. He said it to her. She was waiting to audition for a big show, and he said, you look like Pollyanna, and she just looked like a woman standing there. That's what it means in the dictionary. I think it means woman standing there. Pollyanna. (laughs) Pollyannish. Pollyannish. It's very Pollyannish. You look very Pollyannish. Very Kafka esque. What does that mean? I don't. Again, weird. Odd. It just means weird. Unusual. Yeah. But okay. So so I'll say this. So what you're saying, I I love because maybe this is the opening door to the Largo thing, and I'll just come hang and just be with you and just be near it. But I always go to New York and I see people in New York and I very rarely do comedy. I'll do like a set here and there. But whenever I'm in New York, people are like, how come you don't do stand up here? I'm like, I just, that's like getaway for me. I just want to go hang out. I yeah. never get to go anymore. Yeah. So I, Chris Stefano was there and I went and saw him and he's my, my boyfriend. I love him. And he said, you come with me to the cellar? I said, I don't really want to go. I never want to go to a comedy club unless I'm performing. He said, but come, um, Esty will want to meet you. 
I said, ah, okay. And I go. We're having a couple of beers outside. Joe DeRosa and a bunch of those guys and Sean Donnelly and everyone's out there. And I said, um, he said, oh, Esty says, if you want to do five, she'll let you audition for her to see if you can do the cellar and stuff. And I said, I don't want to do that. <sighs> and he was like, really? And I Love was like, this. I don't think I want to. Yeah. So he tells her, yeah, he doesn't really want to, da, da, da. And then she went, he can play. She No, she goes, she goes oh, okay, he, it doesn't have to be if he feels it's in fo- Just tell him, just come do a set then. You can do, go do a set. Just go do a set. And that was her trickery way of being like, I'm still, you're auditioning. Right. Like she, I, she wants to watch you. This is how I got in at the cellar, by but the way. I, I went could never to, handle like an audition. Well, she, she, she kind, they kind of made it so it was just like, because I did say I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to, I was like, no, I want to have Andrew, beers and hang out. we had a very similar experience. So then, of course, I go down to the cellar and, you know, for lack of a better way of saying, I had a very, very good set. It was very, very fun and good. It was yeah. five minutes of just me goofing the fuck around. And they were, it was a great crowd. It was great comics before. So it was just such a good, easy show. And afterwards, she was like, how come you never come here? Da, 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 and all this stuff. And it's like, because sometimes the the ball doesn't drop into the thing. The That's plink, all. The Plinko. The Plinko. Well, no, I'm thinking about Chris Hardwick's show because I like that one a lot. <laughs> the big ball that goes into the thing. What's his called? The wall. The wall. Have you ever seen it? I've listened to it. They the drop album. big balls from the ceiling. Wow. And then you go, get in the money, get in the thing. And you hope, and, and it does. And that's the show. They that's sold the that show. show. They sold that show. Guy in the room goes, balls fall from the ceiling, maybe goes in money slot. And they go, give this guy a million dollars. Wow. Yeah, Chris that's- Hardwick. That's incredible. Shout out to Hardwick. Shout, hard shout. Whatever he is, wherever he is. I don't know where he is. I don't really know him He's that in well. a mansion made out of gremlins. Did they Real make it? gremlin They dolls. made it out of their own people, the gremlins that made it? Hmm? <laughs> oh my God. That yes and was nine levels. I didn't get it. It was so much yes and I was confused. I was like, he must be confused. No, that's you my, got it That's hard. my, uh, can I just say. That's my New York comedy I couldn't seller. relate more. I do think it's an age thing. Mm. At a certain point. We spend so much of the early years of stand-up being so sweaty and so sugaring up people or yeah. feeling like you need to or ingratiate yourself. And there's so much desperation that when the seller came around, I Judd was going up and he was like, come with me. Come do the seller with me. Come with me. This is a great impression. I can't believe you're not laughing. No, it's very, very good. I'm Thank letting you, you have it. Thank you. It's like uh, Judd or Richard Kind. I don't know which yeah, one it is. Yeah, it could be either one. I'm, uh, I'm Bing Bong. Uh, (laughs) that i loved um thank you we i begrudgingly went up because i didn't like the feeling of all of that shit i had eaten in the beginning of my career i just didn't want even to smell shit i understand and then i went up had a great time and 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 it's been great ever since it was right i have photos of me and ted alexander who brought me up just happy crazy i think i was drinking at the time like drunken it was a celebration right because i finally did the thing that was always the scariest place it's this little club and you walk down and that's where louis was and all this build up right and now you go up there it made me feel like an open who's the first name you think of when you think about the cellar right now don't even think about it go will sylvans will sylvans really yeah that's the first yeah i don't know why will sylvans my tell every single time if i Uh, comedy seller to me is like that's david tell's house right it's that's, like when you thought your teachers lived at school. The, the, he, I was like, that's David Tells. He does. I think he does live there. He up right above. There's a. There's a. I think he's third story. He does live in above it. No, that's hilarious. I would have believed it. <laughs> I know. He definitely lives nearby. Yeah, he does. There's for no sure. way. Yeah. There's like a weird. It's like the club is a womb, and it birthed a tell, 
and then he's like, I, I can't go too far. And he goes well, over If I here. go too far, the, the cord. bad will happen. You never cut the cord. The cord, the cord still, you yeah. can follow a dirty, <laughs> band-aid, hairy, umbilical cord from the comedy cellar to Attell's house. Right. And that's how he finds his way back. He just pulls on it until he gets home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we have to talk. Well, one thing I really was like, don't forget to say this. When I followed you, this is why I love you. I think you're the best. <laughs> I saw you at the Supernova. I never met you. Yeah. I didn't even know your name. Yeah. No, like, I'm not saying that to no, no, be no. a dick. I'm just, I, I was cold. Mm-hmm. I had seen you around. Yeah. You had always been one of those guys. You He's, see him around. I'm around. He's around. Yeah. We might have said hello. Yeah. But I don't know you. I couldn't even tell you where I saw you. And then I'm, we're at the show. And... You know, we're all in this vulnerable time. It's been 13 months, 14 months since we've done stand-up, a lot of us. I haven't performed in a very long time. Uh, it's probably my third or fourth time back. And you went up before me. Yep. And I watched you, compliment alert, mm-hmm. and I, there's a weird way to say it, not to make it all about me, but like you were so good and such a true comic, like a clean like we do a little stick the knife in the Coke and snort it at the deal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's 100% pure. <laughs> <laughs> that your set, which was so funny, but it wasn't just that. It was so good. It like it reminded me that I was a comic. Does that make sense? Yeah. What I'm saying is it was inspiring. Thank you. I watched it and I was like, oh, right. We don't have to be afraid. No. We don't have to apologize for joking around. Yeah. And we can have fun. And we can say things with certainty. And I literally was watching and I was like, it was like a movie, like a guy coming out of a coma and I'm watching it. And it's like, you used to be that way. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> and I remembered myself. I yeah. think that's a, a really, sorry to talk about my compliment, but I'm trying to give you what I think no, is a but really I great appreciate it. It's like you hear music and you're like, wait, I play the viola. But yeah. I was, you know, I had watched a lot of other comics. Yeah. And none of them reminded me <laughs> of the joy and the thrill and the Indiana Jones swinging on a vine. Uh. When you fucking do stand up, mm-hmm. when you're really doing it. And my set following you was the set that I remembered myself. Which was very, very, very good. Appreciate that. But it was because I certainly wasn't doing an impression of you, but I was dropping the like, uh... Just fucking say it. Yeah, do the joke. I have this bit about how I, I like soft bodies. Mm-hmm. And I, I when I would have done it before I saw you, I would be like, look, all bodies are great. I just want to say that. You don't need to do that. I did it recently and I was like, I'm tired of these fucking skinny bitches. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just like, they know I'm joking. Of they course. know I'm a sweetie. That's patiti. why they came here. And I'm just clowning. Right. And I'm just trying to say like, I like a thicker milkshake. When the lights are on, <laughs> I get it. Gwyneth Paltrow looks great. Lights are off. What am I, fucking Michael Phelps? <laughs> it doesn't feel good. I want soft. Give it to me. Soppo. Pillow. This. Pillow. I want. I go. I'm a Tempur-Pedic mattress. I want another Tempur-Pedic <laughs> mattress. I want a 69 and open up a, a black hole that dials 1-800 mattress for you. Like that's what I want. And instead of like testing, is this okay? I was just telling them. Yeah. And they pick up on your certainty. And there's a little glimmer in your eye that you're joking. 
I would never call say I'm tired of skinny bitches or any anything like that. No, but you're doing it with joy, right. and everyone feels the intent, and you're actually kind of being in defense of bodies that have been marginalized or whatever. It's just fun. It's funny. And it's good, and it's funny. It's, it's just also fun. just funny. There's no. It's it's so much comedy does have to check itself, and I understand that language is important too. We can't just be like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's like no. It's sometimes you have to kind of angle it in the right way, you know, because. But at the end of the day, if people can feel your intentions, they know that you're kidding. That's what I mean. It's just they just know. That's what you reminded me. Right. Because you, you were saying stuff that I, I was like, it wasn't like shocking, especially no. by these days. But I was like, he's doing jokes that I feel like if I was not in my power, I would. And, and the power that benefits everybody, that benefits the show, right. the certainty. It would be hard to do that joke. But like, so fake it. Take yeah. it and 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 yell it from from a cliff. And just be in on it. I think. And be in on it. Then they then they're w- willing to kind of go on that. Right. You know, like like yeah. Sometimes and sometimes you'll try stuff, even when you believe in it, and you have to laugh your way out of it. If it's just like, well, this just didn't work. It was just a stupid way of saying something. Right. If you if you said skinny bitches and you're like, well, I just clearly I don't. You know what right, I mean? Like, right, it's, right. You have to shit your way out of these things because you try. You have to try a little. Yeah, bit. that's right. You know, that's right. Like I said at the last show, I said. um uh, well, I did a show with um, and I do have to go. What do I keep saying this because I'm gonna fucking get in trouble. Um, where are you going? I I have to go do another podcast. Don't do that. I have nine of them lined up. Hilarious. Beth Stelling. Really? Love her to death. Love her too. Yeah. Um, I did a show for Freddie Gibbs, who's a a popular uh, hip hop artist who I love. I was obsessed with him, and Brian Moses knows him, and and he said they're doing a show at the Comedy Store. And long story short, he was like, "You're the only white comic on the show." I was like, great, fan, fantastic. And of course I'm going to joke about that, but I have to do it in a fun way. And the first joke out of my mouth, if I wasn't confident about it, yeah, but it. I just came out and I said, you know, I'm just doing this so I don't have to post a black square on Instagram. And they loved it. It was like, wow. it, it, but it was an inch away from them. You know, you, yeah. someone could have been like, but that's oh, what a thrill. weird, yucky statement. That's the thrill. Right. That's the thrill. Yeah. So Seinfeld, sorry, no, you have to go. He has this great thing where he's like, a joke is two cliffs. Right. The setup is cliff one, the punchline is cliff two, and you have to get the whole audience to jump over the cliff. Yeah. If it's too complicated, they fall in. Right. If it, they're, but if the cliffs are too close, they're now they're just stepping over and there's no thrill. Yeah, and they look back like, what was what is that? that? Why, why did you even? Why did you take we, us over we have, here? We all have the same save line for that. That's a long way around the barn right. for just that. For that. And that's what he's talking. I think it's just a brilliant thing. So it's like you got them to jump, and he, maybe even some people did fall. A lot in. of fall. Well, some fell. I saw their faces. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. So I, I might have said skinny bitches. Maybe some people were like, I, I don't know. But like the thrill of those that made it. That's what's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's only for those that make it. Yeah. So it's if for we those lose some in the process, you know. By yeah. the way, that's a good title. It's for those that make it. It's for those that make it. Right. And as I'm saying this, I can hear Val. We've had a lot of conversations like, who isn't making it is a good question to ask. Totally. Because when you're doing jokes that only like the majority, the white male straights make it, mm. then you need to look at your stuff. Well, this was to an all black audience. <laughs> exactly. Which, which is also, that's like another. Did you do your Black Lives Matter joke? Of course. I, 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 we're not going to ruin it. But right. I texted Andrew. I was like, he has a joke where the punchline is, on the other hand, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> and you. It was like last comic standing. If you gave all the contestants the task, the punchline has to, to be, be Black Lives Matter. Well, on the other hand, Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter. 
Good luck. <laughs> yeah. We're cutting Ralphie. We're cutting Josh. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's gone. Dad right. fan, you're out. Right. Everybody's out. One show, you're out. Mm-hmm. No one can do it. And that's the that was the thrill. And watching a diverse crowd love that joke was incredible. Anyway, that, but that is no, but that is my that's my one. <clears throat> and I'm not talking shit. That's my one argument for why I did always love the comedy store, because somebody wrote a kind of a scathing argument tweet thread about how many times alt shows or east side shows kind of pride themselves on being the cool hip world of comedy yet most times the audiences are awfully white and white male i'd agree with that and ironically enough the comedy store is unbearably diverse diverse to a degree where you're like i don't even know if some of these people like comedy like (laughs) this is this is just a a couple that wandered in here because it's on sunset i call them juiced up comedy uh juiced up date nights it is you go wow these are juiced up date nights, and it is and but but you do get a a unbelievable diversity and i'm not trying to like use that but it is like no matter what color what age dude you see i've seen everything there and they're all there at once yeah and that's kind of the magic of that place it is the magic yeah guess who would have no problem saying skinny bitches at the comedy store me yeah guess who doing the same joke but here's the thing it would kill just as hard not saying skinny bitches to largo of course so i won't say it of course. i'm just trying to get i'm just trying to get to the big laugh i'm just trying to get to the other side i'm just trying i'm trying to make it you're trying, trying to, to get it. you to make it yeah you, you just you're just trying to make it but when you look out and it is a lot of people that don't you know it doesn't work at the comedy store jokes about cologne uh <laughs> don't try to do a joke making fun of cologne no because they really do like cologne. they love cologne we actually sell cologne. i don't know it doesn't matter what color you are they're wearing cologne. By the way, what if I did that? And so people sell shirts after shows. What if I sold cologne after stand-up shows? <laughs> that it would kill at the store. <laughs> um, I could I, use a second coat. If I go <laughs> a second, if I go to, I'm going to set up like a. You know when you go through a metal detector at a baseball game, but they it detects it, it's, cologne. It's, 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 no, but it, but it goes. If you don't have enough, you have to go through it. Sprays <laughs> cologne. As you go. <laughs> I wanted. To, I was like a lot of the people. Uh, a lot of people that didn't get vaccinated or denied COVID as a whole, I was like, they 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 were kind of browy. They'd be like, cologne kills it. I heard cologne kills it. <laughs> cool water, salt air, and col- and cologne. You're good. If I got a little bit of curve for men on there, it's going to kill the COVID. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Okay, you have to go. I got to go. Let's not not ask the final question though. We mm-hmm. didn't talk about God at all. Which, to be honest, we did talk about God. I disagree. I think we top. talked. I think we, we talked, talked about, about God. up top. Yeah. No, but we did very often talk about the idea of... False self. Well, the universe, the false self, and feeling... I think all that stuff is kind of one. But go ahead, it ask me. It was baked me. in. It but, was baked but in. But ask me. The better question... Well, I was just going to say, if you're okay, we'll just skip the God part and ask the fun question. That's the fun one. The fun one. Is, can you think of a time in your life you laughed really, really, really hard? Maybe you were a kid. Maybe somebody fell down. Maybe I laughed today farted. pretty hard. There was a lot of stuff today that really? I laughed. Yeah. Today? I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm enjoying more stuff way more than I ever did. Fresh. I just like more. I'm just feeling. What like, about the hardest of your life? The hardest I've ever laughed. Yeah. Um, I I know it in my mind as fresh as I could, <laughs> because it's one of the, my favorite stories I've ever seen in my entire life, and just funny and stupid, and just. There was a kid that moved um, to our um, town from Canada, and he was from like Saskatchewan, and uh, little tiny Canadian kid. His name was Chris. I'm not going to say his last name, but um, and I think I've told this story years ago before, but. Chris was very new and he was very small. And as boys do, they bully the smallest kid, and that's mean and for no reason. Now, I wasn't one of the bullies, but I was a part of the group. We're all group of guys, and we're all troublemakers. You were in the flock, of course, of course. I was yeah. in. I wanted. Yeah. A, I wanted a peacock, and so <laughs> we would get uh, at recess. This was in God. I want to say junior high. I think it was sixth grade. 
but you would get like footballs, uh, basketballs, whatever, and you could go play out to four square, whatever you wanted, you know? And we were playing football and we had these huge fields behind my junior high. I mean, it was fucking endless. Like they owned all this property. And Chris, you know, whatever, was getting picked on a little bit. And um, the bell rung, and the balls had to be back in the bin. They have to be back in the bin. Otherwise, they don't get, you, don't, you don't get to go inside until all the balls are back in the bin. And there's a gym teacher named Mr. Scarpino. That's what his name. Mr. Scarpino was very, very mean. And very, I'm sure he's a criminal. There's no doubt in my mind. And he was so, so, how could you be that mean to children? They're just kids. What's that, what's that big of a deal, really? Who, who takes that job going, finally, a group I can let it out on? <laughs> Six, six Innocent graders. children. Yeah. So Mr. Scarpino, very mean guy, militant guy, very angry all the time, would yell for no reason. You know. Anyway, he was letting people in for recess that day. And a friend of ours, as the bell rung, takes the football like a, like a fucking soccer player in the Premier League, kicks the football, and it goes like a hundred fucking yards over Chris's head. And he goes, go get the ball, Chris. I mean leaving this kid out to dry. We're all running back laughing. And Chris is like, screw you guys. And he's running as fast as he can out to this field. This little tiny guy he just running out to voice. a field. He yeah, gave him the Screw voice. you guys. How old, How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> he runs out to this field. He grabs the ball and he's running in. And you could tell he's like embarrassed and upset because everyone's looking outside. Of course. Because he's got to get the ball back. And he's running and he's running and he's, and he's coming around the side of this field. And it's, you have to come like up this little hill that he was on. And he throws this ball. He's like, fuck you. And he throws the ball. <laughs> Just tosses it into this, um, this like array of people. And the bin is there. And he's just trying to throw it at the bin out of anger, you know? But I'm talking for a little kid for sixth grade. This was far away. This was like 30 <laughs> yards. And he overhand hurls this ball. And it's not spiraling. It's not a beautiful. It's not fucking Tom Brady. It's, it's end goof. over end. It's a goofer. It's a goofer, man. <laughs> it is a wobbling duck. It's like, rap, 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 end over end. What a key detail. Yeah, it's goofing over itself. And out of a movie that you couldn't write, John Hughes couldn't even make this up, it hits Mr. Scarpino in the penis, in the crotch. Maybe not right on the cock, but at the side of the cock. You know what I mean? It hits like leg and cock or leg and balls. A taste of cock. Dude, strikes him so clearly. And because it wasn't a spell, it's the whole mass of the football. And I laughed and cried. For, I'm not kidding. Did he go? Yeah, no, oh, oh, oh! Well, as he as he yelled, he goes, "No, the fucking!" And he and he was screaming on the ground. Who oh, the fuck? We were losing it. I, I was I was bawling. My insides I hurt. I thought it was gonna go in the pit. <laughs> no, no. I thought the story would be <laughs> in the pit. Wait, time out. Rewind. So it hits him in the penis. It goes right in the fucking bin. <laughs> I laughed. So I, honestly, watching the guy you hate get hit in the penis with an errant ball. And watching Chris's face, I mean, ghost. I mean, he was just yep. like his life. Your life's over. Yeah, yep. I remember laughing with my friends about that for two, three, four years, and then to this day, we, I, my, my Sean, my best friend Sean, and I sometimes he'll call me and talk. He'll be like, "Remember when Scarpino got fucking smoked in the dick by that ball?" <laughs> and it, to this day, it was just such a moment. It felt so. It was like karma happened. Yes, because Chris didn't deserve that from the guy that kicked it, but also Scarpino deserved to get hit in the penis. So almost like the universe was like. That wasn't nice to do to Chris, but now Chris is going to lose a little bit, but also win, win for everyone by hitting Scarpino in the penis. Well, the story is called the time Scarpino got hit in the dick, yeah. not the time Chris was humiliated. No. The humiliation of Chris is pulling the bow back <laughs> on the bow and on arrow. The bow and, arrow. <laughs> and the arrow is Chris hit Scarpino <laughs> in the dick. The penis. Say penis, not dick. What? It just sounds better. Scarpino in the penis. Scarpinus. Scarpinus. 
Well, he, now he has a scarred it penis. It did happen. It actually had, yeah, he had to get surgery. 17 stitches. God rest Scarpino. That's actually a picture of him up there above your B-Love sign. <laughs> That's so funny. That's, that is him. <laughs> that was the moment of my childhood that I remember. Just a dumb kitty thing. That, it's the best thing I've ever It was ever a real laugh. It's the real Most laugh. Most real laugh I've ever had. Watching a man get hit in the penis that you didn't like was like, yes. Can I just say uh, to that, showgirls, last night, I'm not like a huge bad movie guy. I was breathless. It's a great bad movie. I was literally holding my breath. <laughs> and I said, I paused it and I said to Val, I go, it's sublime. Yeah. It's sublime. It's like the dancing. Yeah. Just the dancing. Oh, yeah. You, you think the dance is going to be the respite from the badness? Mm-mm. The dancing it, ups the badness. Ups the badness, yeah. It, and there's moments where she's dancing in a club. <laughs> <laughs> and she's doing the Elaine. I swear to fuck. She's doing the Elaine. <laughs> and it cuts to some poor actor whose line is, that girl can dance. <laughs> and he has to say it. And that girl I'm can dance. weeping, <laughs> weeping with laughter. I've never enjoyed a bad movie. We're only halfway through because it's like three hours long. We're second half tonight. Okay. All right. Your story was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Let's be friends. I love you. I, I, I you got to come to. I have to get you on my podcast too. Well, we didn't even talk about. So Bobby Lee is on Theo Vaughn's podcast. They keep talking about ayahuasca, and Bobby Lee comes, keeps calling it Acapulco. Acapulco. And nobody even made a joke. Nobody even. That's like a new level of insult Those... where someone thinks you're so dumb, they're just going to let it go. Well, they both don't. Like know. if you, they both, they both don't know. Nobody's there to tell him that. that's too good. <laughs> well, they did correct him, but uh, Bobby would be like, "I've always wanted to do what is it called, Acapulco, Acapulco," <laughs> and Theo would go ayahuasca and go, "Yeah, yeah." And then five minutes later, he's like, "That's why I want to do Acapulco, man. Like, it's, Acapulco! <laughs> it's a place." <laughs> oh God. Well, yeah, I want to come on. Is Bo- like with Bobby? Yeah, we'll do it. Because Bobby together. was a great episode of this podcast. Yeah, too. he's a nightmare. He's. A, I was going to say, what a sweet man. He is sweet. Well, work with him. Work. <laughs> would never no would never no i started texting you something i'm gonna say it to you off air but yep uh, not not bad but not for public ears okay uh well what a how do we sign off how start. do we sign off <laughs> you say keep it crispy ready how old are you <laughs> <laughs> keep it crispy <laughs> keep it crispy how old are you how old are you how old are you, how old are you? so crispy my ice game make you want to get mad